It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know. Steve likes the weed. Steve likes the weed. Talk about DMT. The DMT. Hoosier Sophisticated Show. The Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Hoosiers with the drinks. Sophisticated blasphemy. It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free for the singularity It's the Hoosier Sophisticate Show The Hoosier Sophisticate Make yourself nice and comfortable. Feel your body becoming still and calm. And just for now, begin to feel your breathing. Feel your breath gently coming in through your nose and feel your breath gently coming out. Take a nice deep breath in once again. And as you gently breathe out, feel and imagine your body becoming more calm. And just for now, I want you to imagine yourself on a beautiful beach. It's a warm and sunny day. Imagine yourself looking up at the bright blue sky. And you can see three seagulls flying in the sky, chirping and calling out your name. You see the bright golden sun in the bright blue sky, and you feel the sun gently warming your body. You feel a gentle breeze tickling your face and the soft golden sand beneath your feet calming and relaxing. You see yourself now beginning to walk along the sand of the beach. You look out at the blue waters of the ocean and you feel very lucky to be in such a special place where all is calm and peaceful. As you walk along the golden sand, you see something shining on the sand in front of you. As you get closer, you see it as a silver-colored shell on the sand. You pick up this shell and hold it in your hand. And as you look at this silver shell, you see it has many other colors in it as well. Colors that are special to you, your favorite colors. You feel very lucky to find this special shell. You now hold this shell against your heart. As you do so, you feel the beating of your heart connecting with the shell. You feel your shell filled now with a special kind of love from your heart. 
and you feel the shell sending love back to you. You realized how loved and special you always are. As you hold your shell against your heart, take it with you throughout your day, knowing you are safe and loved. Your body is rested and calm and ready to take on the day. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Things running right as usual. Things running smooth. We're a smooth running machine here. <coughs> Guys, I got here this morning and my microphone was like this. I was like, what am I going to do? I'm not that tall. Who was in here before? This is fucking madness. <laughs> um, guys, morning motivation. Good morning to you. Welcome to the Hoosier Fiscuit Show. Here's your motivation. Um, I'm going to have a rave. <laughs> That's my motivation. You're going to have a rave? I'm going to have a rave here. So okay. if you like grinding, fuck, I don't see if you nothing like- wrong. Mm. Mm. With a little bump and grind. I don't see nothing wrong, baby. Uh, with a little <laughs> grind. Is that, what, is that what he was talking about? Is that what he was talking about? Oh, yeah. what he was talking about. because when I got all hopped up, I'd grind on shit. I'd just start grinding on stuff. Who what? I said I got here a little late today. Yeah, I noticed. I was here at seven, and you looked like you were still running around. around. (laughs) What the hell? Get your shit together, man. Well, what's so funny is now I'm like, God, you're leaving so much earlier. This is great. I get here at six (laughs) fifty nine. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. Get your shit together. We got a lot of space here at the Sweet Leaf Studios. We have a lot of space, a lot of space. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us. You don't understand what that means to us. I mean, like, you know, means a lot to us, but really, we could go fucking live in the mountains and then yeah, we, we'd go live in the mountains and not bother anybody. Uh, we'd do that. <laughs> also, we can pull that uh, TV out. I know you're not good at pulling stuff out, but uh, you're a dumper. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you, bud. Um, so my idea, I told you about Schwagstock when I went to that kind of, the, I accidentally set my camp up near that rave. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you have a lighter or if you want to grab one from the front. Sure, I'll grab one. 
So I went to a, a, a swag stock back in the day at Echo Bluff State Park, which it was, and it was Camp Zoe at the time. And we set our camping spot down in this little area, and we thought it was uh, secluded. Turns out there is a dubstep rave going on about mm, 30 meters away. 30 meters? Where am I? About uh, 50 yards away. I don't know. 35 yards, maybe 30 meters. I don't know, something like that. And so we... Uh, all night long. Meters. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love your shirt, dude. Thanks, man. So, you you brought one of these? Yeah, a clipper ladder. I brought. You brought sexy back. I brought it back from the front. <laughs> I brought sexy back from the front of the store to the back of the you store. You got it. Um. So I always wanted to relive that because when I got, I saw the rave. At first, it's like, uh, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you can't beat them, join them. Have you ever heard that before? Heard it a couple if you times. Can't, dude, the wall looks so good. It's coming together, isn't it? The wall it? looks so good. It's coming um, together. Can't if you beat them, join them. If you haven't come to the studio, come. Now. <laughs> that's that's a, a whole now. new exercise. Come now. Shadow on me. <laughs> is that thing throwing a shadow? Yeah, just get rid of it. I was just trying to light up our faces from underneath. Let's <laughs> break it. You should fucking snap it up. You did remember the heater. I'm I, proud of you. Uh, yeah, I did. I, we might have to switch switch spots or find power on that side, though. Well, we could run that cord all the way over here. Daddy could not. Daddy's going to run all the way We'll turn it down a little bit. Uh, we're on fucking max crank. We got a max crank. We're on magic, all right, all right. Okay. You're worrying me a little bit. <laughs> Space heaters freak me out, dude. <laughs> well, now you're just standing on all the time. Get your asshole out of my face. Well, it's putting your face in my asshole is a little weird. It's a little strange. I don't know. God. <laughs> Anywho, I go to this little mini rave tent, okay. and I'm about to, you know, Ooh, all my friends are like, no, we need sleep. And I'm like, I never need to sleep again, boys. Let's freaking do this thing. <laughs> so I start heading out there. And uh, they, those girls have those, like, leg warmer things on, which I'm a fan. Listen, there's, I'm no, a there's fan. few things as hot as the uh, early aughts, late 90s raver chick style. Man, that was I'm for me. It. I am that into was it. For like, me. Give me a fairy with fucking no clothes on, please. It's cool because, <clears throat> A, it's sexy as hell. And, like, just witnessing it, you're like, oh, man, freedom and all that kind of stuff. Sure. And then, B, I could also kind of see myself in something like that, you know? So it kind of makes me feel fun, too, you know? It makes it's me feel fun. It's personal. <laughs> it's personal and versatile. Uh, <laughs> So I go down to this rave tent, okay. and there's a couple chicks out there. So I'm kind of like, sure. I'm grinding my way lassies. in. I'm grinding my way in. They're dames. like, oh, they're kind of on the outside. There's probably about, they got 75 people packed underneath one of those like white tents that you put an event outside at. Yep. And for some reason, it's not raining or anything, but there is a legit wall of people underneath the tent. Like when you get to the tent, it's mashed. And there's like one okay. DJ back in there. Okay. So I go up, I'm like, yeah, man, it's great. And I'm grinding my way through. I'm trying to get to the stage, you know, or whatever, trying to get to the DJ booth, mm-hmm. just trying to, sure. well, I don't know what that calling was. I'm like, I'm going to get closer to speakers. <laughs> I get in there and I realize it's 95% guys in there just, just, just grinding. Just on, on the, on the tr- just trolling for trim, dude. Just uh, 93% just of them are trim, trying to get man. some trim. Oh, so anytime yeah. a girl comes around, they're all like, <laughs> The fucking night at the rocks, man. Okay, sorry. 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 actually licked my nipple. <laughs> sorry, it was my nose. I give it a little nose rub, a little nose kiss, a little nose kissy. A little Eskimo, uh, <laughs> a little Eskimo <laughs> kiss on your nippy. 
<laughs> that's how you start out a show. And so, uh, so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just vibing for a little bit. But then I left in just pure shame because all my friends were like, what are you doing dancing with all those dudes in there? I'm like, I'm having, I'm living my best life. Yeah, I don't know. That was I'm the world fun. we used to live in. Yeah, I'm having a good time. You get shamed for dancing with other men. So, so now, now, bud. Here in the studio, on that other side, out here in the front, we got a projector. Craig's got the walls looking good. We got lights back. You got the walls looking we, good too, bud. We, we, got, got, we got a whole thing going. Yeah. We got, um, <laughs> we got awesome stuff in the front of the store. Projector. We have the whole side area we could turn into something crazy. We got loud speakers and music. So the whole way, you know my morning routine. I wake up. I listen to Vin Diesel and well, I Sturgis think I heard you listen to it as I uh, That was LSD. That's okay. what made oh, me. Oh, you were with Sia. Okay, yeah. So good. then I turned, in, turned on LSD. And I'm just like, you, you dance in your car? Are you a car dancer? Are you a car dancer? Because, man, oh, shit. Oh, shit. You know, just doing that in the car. Oh, shit. So I I was doing that. Fucking body roll. Oh, I was rolling, dude. And I like when people next to me are like, what is is wrong with that guy? And I'm into it. Your phone fell in between there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm He's got, oh, that thing's falling off. <laughs> What's the real shit show in here Thursday morning? It's Thursday, right? I'm back. Good morning to <laughs> Tiff Jones. Good morning <coughs> to me. Jen Elgin. Good morning to the Kush Coach. Good, Good morning, morning to, to Bruce Beck- Elevate. Good morning to... Brittany Murders. Brittany Murders. Scott and Jenny Yeagers. Scott and Jenny Yeagers. Brittany Murders. Brittany Murders is cool. That's a cool name. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a new rapper, like Bad Bit. Bahad Bahabi. Bahad Bahabi. (laughs) Oh, I didn't share it either. We should probably share it. Share it, bud. Hey guys, so share, I'm gonna have share, a rave. Who, who's somebody? Maybe you used to. Maybe you work in a shop or something. Who? Who's somebody you used to listen to? I, I think about Hippie Don. Hippie Don and I started our uh, every day. We started our mornings pretty early. We'd, we'd carpool to work together, and we'd have a little Bob and Tom on. We'd rip a couple of bowls before Ooh, we went in to go build some livers. You know? uh, we'd listen to Bob and Tom while we're working, you know. And then after our, after Bob and Tom was over, if there wasn't a ball game uh, day game or something like that, then we were flipping it over, you know, to some classic rock and roll. Who's the who's the person that you like to share with in the share some laughs with in the morning? That's the person you need to send a little Twitch link to and say, hey, look. Idiot. You gotta check these people out, you dumb idiot. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What in the hell have you been doing this whole time? Because that's how we're gonna grow this thing mm-hmm. organically. You know the people that these jokes are gonna land with. Ever wake up completely stoned? Oh, many times. Uh, typically, oh, whenever, whenever I'm overdosed with edibles. <laughs> I knew, thanks, Coach Coach, for bringing this up. <laughs> it's a sore subject over here. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've been, I yeah. woke up. Two days later, still stoned. More off edibles. I don't know if I've ever stoned Only enough. off of edibles. No, I, no, I, I wake up. Enough. Of course, I, there was a whole uh, time when I was younger where it was like we just smoked blunts all day long. So we and, and I was always like, oh, I don't think I'm getting high anymore. It's like, no, idiot, you're not getting sober anymore. <laughs> you know? So <clears throat> I think that uh, there was actually probably a block of several years where I woke up stoned every day, actually. So... You all right, bud? You all right, bud? I got like a hash hangover. Yeah, I get it. 
I get it. Edibles oh, always yeah. do that to me, huh? <laughs> I used to listen to Tommy Rocker and Kane. Now it's the Hoosier Show. I don't even know who Tommy Rocker and Kane are, so I, I'm going to take it as a compliment. Maybe they were a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they. Maybe Tommy Rocker and, and Kane were a big deal. <laughs> I guarantee they weren't talking about cum twenty four seven. They weren't. There's no. There's no way the the, the concentration of cum was near the nearest viscous as it is in, on this show. Uh, at the Coach Coach, man, that's how. That's a good hangover right there. Uh, I don't know about that. I, uh, I'm ready to start exploring the old school hash. But Bo got me into. It I know, a dude. Bit. Like him cool. just talking about it, and I'm like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll smoke it like the olds did. I'll have some hash. You gonna have some hash? <laughs> some, hash. some hash. Some potash. Some potash. <laughs> um, this plants are looking good, buddy. Bo's been helping me out at Grow Active Solutions. I even uh, asked the Kush Coach a couple questions. Growers are so willing to spread their knowledge with you. Yep. They spread their knowledge, uh, their their seed of knowledge all over you. They will spread it. They don't care. Sure. They're, they're pump it out. Any chance they get, they're gonna give it to you, which is nice. I like that. I like that portion of the weed. It reminds me of the. Uh, we talk about it all the time. The older weed kind of, the old school weed people, the people who uh, would leave you a little nug when you're first smoking. The and people who were like, "Oh man, here you guys, I, I here take a little nug with it." Dude, they're I always love that always shit. burn them one down with you, not out of your bag either. You know what I mean? Oh, remember totally. That guy, remember that guy? Fuck you that guy. Like, just hanging around, you smoke like, you know, you know, me, you burn me out, you know, smoke me up. No, nah, I will do that if I go get a bag for someone and deliver I'm it. You better go any, smoke yeah, one with me. Because I'm going to smoke one at the guy's place out of your bag if I'm going to get it. Man, it's funny. Those days are all fucking kind of gone where it's like, I'm going to call Craig to call Calvin to call Coolidge. Hey, uh, can to I get a score back? Yeah, do you need it today? Because there's like a lot yeah. of moving parts here. Yeah, it sucked, man. Or you'd wait in a parking lot and someone would be like, I'll be there in an hour. Then they're like, I'll be there in four hours. And then they never come back. Never. What a bunch of assholes. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm Fuck seeing, you, Dad! I'm seeing more and more. I'm seeing more and more uh, morning radio shows start to try and get on the Twitch bandwagon over here on the side. What? Don't act like you motherfuckers been doing this. Don't do that. Don't uh, do that. I have a segment today for us in the second hour. Maybe called Why Is Joe Rogan Ripping Us Off? <laughs> this is going to lead me to that, but yes, pretty much. Um, okay. So a little behind the scenes stuff here. Um, we always listen to Joe Rogan, Aubrey Marcus, Duncan Trussell. We've got a stable. <coughs> we started in the basement. Well, we started in the studio, moved to the basement, did our thing for a while. Seth picked us up, moved back to the studio, hit some roadblocks. We just been pummeling through everything we had to until sure. we, we finally got here. And our ideas have always been to form a community. Uh, don't have to be like-minded people. Yep. I'd rather have non-like-minded people. Like, like-minded in the way that they're open to having an open mind. This is, like, I, this is what I talked to Rick Doblin about. I know my friends agree with me. Exactly. I yes. want to get evangelist Christians. Uh, that are like... Uh, yeah, on, on, on Christian Talk Radio, I want to talk about Terrence McKenna. That's what I want to Oh, do. you That's can have camp. the most spiritual experience ever uh, in the history of your oh, life? You eating mushrooms brought you closer to the Lord and Savior? That the one we, that I'm loving that on love? all the... That's, that's what happened? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds awful. Um, so we've always kind of 
we've never, never have we said we want to be like Joe Rogan. I don't think those words have ever come out of our no, mouths. No, no, no. We are kind of, but we geared there's, towards there's more tom- there's comedy. Crossover. And, sure. There's and, crossover. and he's getting these closer to, we've always been closer to Duncan Trussell than we have sure. Joe Rogan. So we started these weird commercials. Just We were like, let's get weird with our ads. We talked about that from the very beginning. If we can make our ads as interesting uh, or as fun or as entertaining as the rest of the show, then, man, we're fucking, we're really onto something here. And we started to hear Duncan Trussell start to do all of the weirdest ads ever. Duncan Trussell has great ads. He talks about the weirdest shit, the weirdest music, and he's doing it. He's doing big thing. Wow, big, inspirational for us. Um, you mentioned it on the show before, the Jovial Jaguar uh, <laughs> with, with Aubrey Marcus. I found out even you more called me. I found out even more of that last night that freaked me out listening to Aubrey. I, I get, go ahead. I'm sorry. Damn. I'll no, it, we're, we're, I'll build and on so that. we don't necessarily, we've always kind of looked at it like, well, we're on, we're in some sort of frequency range with some of these guys where we're all kind of picking up on this stuff at the same time. Maybe it's the next logical evolution or whatever. So I'm listening to Joe Rogan, and we've had a couple things with Joe Rogan that a week later, two weeks later, we're like, shit, we were just talking about that. having the same conversation. That's kind of interesting. Okay, so we were actually making jokes. We we wanted this big green screen so we could do a bunch of weird shit. So we could make commercials for people. Yes. Yep, no doubt. No doubt. So we can do the background of our show so people can come in here and have fun. Like, that's, that's the whole thing. We want people to come in here and have an experience. Build the rest of it. Keep it open. Okay, Joe Rogan's getting a new studio, bud. It's crazy. He's moving to Austin. This is wild. Yep. We talked about turning this place into a spaceship at first. Like yeah, an and it was, it was also space. going to play into Who's Your Own Adventure, which yes. which is a space, you know, uh, choose your own adventure fucking role-playing podcast. Yes. So, like, yeah, just let's build the set out to where we're just on the fucking yep. Starship Enterprise. Yeah, we can be on the moon. We can be on Jupiter. We can be on fucking Hurtling spaceship. through space. Yes. So we knew that that was probably the route to go. This is old fucking technology. Sure. But we know it's more versatile than... A oh, lot yeah. of the other shit sure. we do with just a camera on it. And we've all seen the podcast videos. We research that shit where it's just a camera on a couple people. Yep. It's how good your cameras we are. We tried that for angles. a while, too. And it was fine. It was it's fine. fine. Yeah. So we decided we're going to come here. We're going to paint a whole fucking wall green. Fuck it. Okay. Put some curtains up. Build everything around it so that the whole thing's not fucking green. We see Joe Rogan. He's like, I'm going to do a space spaceship. And we were both kind of like, oh, shit. That was. Beat us to it. Kind of was our fucking idea. And then you see a spaceship. It was a circular room. Kind of looks weird. People have really said they tight. don't like it. Yeah, yeah it's like red, all red light, which is that's hard. That'll put you in your root, man. Well, that's like, what he goes. Yeah. He goes, we wanted to make it look like a Chinese re- buffet restaurant. Okay. And Tom Green's like, that's awesome. That's He's like, I'm kidding. Cool. Yeah. It was one of those things where the person's like, dude, it's a fucking joke. I, I, you know, and I was yeah. like, uh, and Tom Green's like, oh, I like Chinese rest. You know, like trying to fucking sure. save it or whatever. Sure. So they're, they're chit-chatting. And he's talking about the spaceship. And he's kind of talking shit on it, but saying, this is just the vessel to get us to our next studio. <clears throat> we had to throw this one up. LA's in flames. There were forest fires and all shit. So he jumped out, went to Austin real quick. Now it becomes a thing where... He built it, they said, four weeks. He had four weeks. They built it out, did that, ran all the wiring, and they're still having a bunch of problems, too, as far mm-hmm. as, like, every show they have a sound issue or that's something that they don't even edit out, which always amazes me. I'm like, oh, maybe right. they are listening to our show. Sure. <laughs> so then we go, ha, ha, ha. And then, so 
He's talking to Tom Green. Tom Green's talking about how he likes it. And he says, oh, no, this is just a spaceship to get us to our next destination. Tom Green goes, what is the next studio going to look like? He goes, you know what? I think I'm going to have one one wall of full green screen. Well, maybe three walls of green screen. That way it looks like you're sitting in space. Craig and I literally had a joke because on the back here, we're either putting cool sunsets or space or usually it's space. Usually I'm searching space or galaxy. But when we go to galaxy. search for videos or something, uh, uh, you know, we've got – it comes up space first. Yeah, like, we're basic bitches. We're basic. We we think it's cool. I think it's, it's cool. It's I think space is cool. You know, I, love I don't space. think you can see. I don't think you can – I think when I'm 90 fucking five years old, I'll see a cool sunset and go – Oh fuck! Yeah. It'll never stop. You know being that's awe-inspiring. so neat that I think yeah. space is the same way. So we we talk we put up space. We made a joke about ourselves at how much we do it. That's that's where we're in our storyline yes. of the space green screen. Yeah, throw some space on there, bud. Here comes Rogan going. Oh man, I want to put it in space. So then it's like people are having we're a sitting conversation. At a round table. A wooden round table, bar God, table. And we're just sitting there having a conversation, and we could be on the moon or whatever. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. And Tom Green's going, that's a great idea. And he goes, but I don't know. Would it be weird if – and this is, this is – Craig's been in my ear about an item for six months, sending me videos of how cool it is. Like, we're both trying to t- turn each other on to weird shit that we can add to this place. So he sends me this shit about maybe longer than six months ago is the original, and then you found that other post and kind of posted that one because it got big there for a minute when they did it at the fucking uh, Botanical Garden and all yep. stuff. So Jamie goes, oh, no, you wouldn't need a green screen if you didn't want to. He goes, you could put up like a projector, and it would be a projection of – so he's talking about light projection mapping – um, what's that machine called? The the light. Well, one of them, they got a light form, but there's, light there's form. There's certain. Ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can do it with an Xbox Connect. I mean, there's what all you can of do is you put your projector above. So say this is all white or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, different shapes. Could be pattern. It'll can map yes. out all of the outlines. It could possibly the map out these grids on the wall. Well, they yeah. can't see. They can't see that. They can't okay. see it. Yeah, that's a green screen. <laughs> Guys, these border joints right here that you can't see. So what they can do is map your wall, map your uh, front of your house. Think of them mapping the front of your house, then making the pillars of your house, because you probably have a giant house with pillars, making those look like they're crumbling. Connect and touch designer. Thank you, Casey Weedblog. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a freaking genius. Yeah, he's. I would love to team up with him. For, On everything. If someone gave him a, a big budget and said, hey, build a yep. studio, he could have something for Rogan yep. in a fucking, yep. in, in a month, two Yeah, months. any of your AV needs, especially if you're in Kansas no City, doubt. you need to be hitting up James Thomas, uh, level up audiovisual. Man, the dude is, he really. I, he's the best there, I've ever seen. I geek out just watching him tinker around, you know, because he's just figuring it out. He's just playing with toys. That's what people ask us, like, well, how did you guys learn how to run the just you, you and me <laughs> yeah. sitting in a basement like all right i'll watch this video you figure out that when you watch that video, yeah i we'll know take some notes and we're all i mean picking up pieces to the you puzzle. guys couldn't tell that this was self-taught <laughs> it means we did well. um, yeah he said light form's cool but not that cool really okay so. no because we we've dealt with uh james casey we blog before and holy shit i love people who can take something i don't understand they'll take 
uh, how the because uh, I only learned recently how like electrical boxes worked in the last five, six, seven years when I was doing my own wiring. Like, oh shit, dimmer switches, all that that runs there. That's okay. Yep. It's pulling that off of there. Yeah, it's not. It's not brain surgery. Once, no, once you get it, totally. Once you get it, totally. Like, but but it seems can, like there are people who can just look at something like that and like, oh well, you're just you just need to. Oh sure, and the wiring of a house. When you first see it, you're like, overwhelming, too much. Same with plumbing. You're like, overwhelming, this is too much. And then you start to go, oh, no, you just got to go to the bathroom, goes down. Okay, this makes, this makes sense once you start to see it more. Then it what blew me away, the next level of people who are like, oh, you know, if I run my own junction box here, split it here, run one back to there, I'm going to put a 220 right there, send it in th- what are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. Well, now I got powered things, and when I turn on this light, it, it can turn this one. You know, like they figure out ways to manipulate this stuff that most people don't understand. Any technology, yeah. whether they're building robotics, whether they're doing anything like that, they're just able to manipulate it in a different way. That he just smokes weed and reads the manual. Oh, that's pretty simple, actually. That's, actually, that's, pretty, that's it's pretty simple. Not, he's not doing anything. I don't, I don't read a fucking manual. manual. I can't understand Manuel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get talking. it. I get it. Um, light. Oh, sorry. I read that one. Um, yeah, no, I, I love, I'm a big fan of KC Weed Blog, so check them out. But you're you right. So them. Jamie's telling them you can just project this this thing behind you. Yes, so that, dude. And really, it's kind of a strange, I understand where Rogan's coming from. But when it comes through to us, it would actually, it would look better you know what i mean like it, it with the green screen behind probably a combination of I, I don't know but the view we had yesterday with part of our background was I actually, green screen i actually played with it a little bit it's an interesting perspective we should almost tilt this maybe we'll come back in the second hour and try it or something with this so that we'll bring this. we'll bring this over this way a little it's bit just cool. so that they can kind of get some perspective of the room cuz it shoots this back like it makes yeah. it go I think that's the play. When once we get our table, you have a couple cameras set up, and then they show totally. part and of the green. They're going to show screen. different scenes in this crazy multiverse that we find ourselves. Then we can set up one camera that's straight green screen, bud. Yeah, and it, there's always just hardcore, just <laughs> degrading uh, porn going at all times. We're trying to have real conversations, but there is just. A borderline abusive yep. porn. And when on. it's not that, it's a Sarah McLaughlin commercial yes. for dogs. Hey, can we hit a quick 30 second or three minute break, real quick? And then, yeah, uh, I, I got a little situation I need to take care of. <laughs> uh, guys, these, we, and we also, I don't think we ran uh, this particular uh, commercial yesterday. So, uh, these no, are. No, we need three commercial breaks. These are our sponsors. Uh, if you guys uh, do business with them, they continue to do business with us. And then we continue building this amazing thing that we're doing yeah baby you're a part of the beginning i want to pick up with on the other end of that we're going to talk about the the un has uh rescheduled weed uh and uh so we got we got some stuff and i got uh something like people who want to live off the grid or go on adventures or do anything like that i got some very fucking cool information about that let's do it brother on the other side of the break we're gonna have some fun Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hoosier Sophisticate Show. Craig had to beat off real quick. Get yeah. that out of there. Get the devil out real quick. <laughs> if you guys think that it. I'm waiting till I'm off camera to masturbate, you are yeah, you're not done. paying attention. Yeah, we got the camera low. You can almost see. You can almost see it. Mm. 
There you can see us jerking off. Here you can't see us jerking. Well, I'm not to this part yet. I'm just, I mean. You get oh, it, very right? good. Very good. Okay. That's fine. We can get to this part, though. It's actually, really it's doesn't, it's it doesn't matter. Well, what do we got? Oh, I didn't write it on No words. I didn't write it. Do you um, just what you want to do? Or you want to go? Yeah, let's do it, baby. Let's do it. Guys, I want to have a rave. I'm going to talk about that real quick, though, first. Okay, very good. Uh, if you want to come down to Sweetleaf Studios, Sweetleaf uh, Emporium here in Festus, it's where Craig and I are hanging out most of the day. We've had some visitors, and I like it. We had our first dog here yesterday. Great dog. Great dog. We I had could a tell. a little dog in here. I, it was a great dog. No, I could tell. You're it, right. Very well behaved. Very well behaved. Like, and that's, that's, that means everything. I don't want to know you're here. If your dog's here, I don't want to know it's here Agreed. unless it is doing some sort of amazing trick that is wowing the masses. I don't want to know your dog is here, bud. I had a fella. It's not asking too much. My buddy who was like my trip guide, who was always the, the, the Clark Rickard, who took the yeah. thousand hits just, after me. Just the guy that's, <clears throat> that's holding space. Even when he was sober. I was like, did you eat some of this too? He's like, no, but I'm like, you sure? Like, you're good. It's just like he was always kind of vibrating at that level anyway. Yeah. Um, but he had a dog, best trip dog I've ever fucking been around. Like, if you were having a tough time, it would come lay by you. His nose. Yeah. It would, it would lay in a position where if you lean back, your head would like be on it. Like, just weird shit that you're like, sure. what? It made me think of Coco. Like, when Coco came out, they have those animals that kind of lead them to the afterworld and they yep. become these spiritual yep. teachers and yep. shit. I was like, eh, that's what that dog was. Like, that's fucking great. Um, so, yeah, you can bring a pet if it's not a complete asshole. Whose dog was it, Steve? I don't want to say. Don't want to say? It's none of your damn business. None of your Damn business! I don't know if he wants me to put that out there. Yeah. His maybe dogs maybe he wasn't supposed to be. Most of, yeah, maybe one's he wasn't supposed to be. Yep, here. that's maybe what I'm saying. Work. That's what I always think. Anybody that's coming to see us during the day is probably not being <clears throat> responsible. I called in sick to work one time to go on a fishing trip. Yeah. First thing the dude does is like smile, shoot Facebook. I'm like, dude, dude, no. You're ruining my life. Now I'm in the woods. I can't get service. So I'm trying to put my, I'm trying to erase my account at this point. I'm trying to just figure out, but I know his pictures out Can there. Can you get this best. off the Facebooks for me? Jesus Christ had me freaked out. So that's what I worry about with like putting the, the God cam out in front. Like yeah. some dudes running late for work. He's like, like no, dude. my kid's sick. And then he's, he's at Sweet Leaf. Like, Can I well, we can't, some, we can't pipe some piss clean. We can't pipe him in, uh, uh, you know, live. I don't think that that's. I don't think that's responsible. The the front lobby, but we can always switch to it and constantly be recording, uh, and then get their permission if we want to. Or, I, I think there's a difference between telling people that they're on camera. Uh, and they're being broadcast well, live. Put a sign on that says you're being you're, live you're being live streamed on the internet. So <laughs> fucking don't do nothing dumb. That might chase business, idiot. <laughs> We're not trying to chase business away. What we're trying to do is we're trying to Bring get people it. to come into Sweetly Memorial in here come. and spend some money. I got some Delta Eight gummies, bud. You like them, don't you? I got some. You did. There's something, and I got to see the science on this. I, I, <clears throat> there's something about I don't. Okay, I'm, I'm not speaking ill of it, but like vaping Delta Eight or, or or smoking it, inhaling it, not much from that. But the way that it metabolizes... Is there high Delta-8 weed out there? No, it would have to be sprayed, I think, because it has to be... It's a a concentrate, right? So, like, you would have to fucking spray it on a flower or something if you were going to do that. How the fuck are they getting it? Just breaking it down? Scientists, man. Yeah. 
Science, man. Science, dude. It's a wild bitch. Where's Denison? Where you at? Come on, Denison guy. Denison could probably tell Denison, us. Denison, where you uh, at, bud? <clears throat> but there is something about the way that Delta 8, a completely legal cannabinoid, uh, metabolizes when I eat it that makes it exactly like Delta 9. You know me. Hmm. I'm not big on the on the edible game. Not my not my jam. It's okay. I'll do it every now and then, you know? Yeah, you're a maniac. Um, but I ate... Uh, they concentrate it from hemp. Um, so it probably takes a ton of well, bulk hemp? Low THC hemp, I guess, is probably so like, what the industrial hemp. So industrial hemp has a bunch of Delta 8? Well, in I, it I, and I no think Delta that probably 9. all weed does, but has low concentrates of Delta 9, and they're, they're pulling out this Delta 8 anyway. Sorry, jeez. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to. With my bro science, I don't want to answer your. I don't want to answer your. Oh, question. sweet. This guy's answering it for oh, us. Oh, click his. Fo- click. We need, we need more followers. <laughs> click the dude. What's his name? Zui nine two one zero four four AO by. Click it. Click it or ticket. Um, I'm gonna check one of those out one of these days. No, you're not on a computer. Don't I don't do care about. <laughs> no, don't do it. I'm gonna click it on a computer. I don't care about. Um, <clears throat> or like one of my enemies' computers. Yes, yes good I'm idea, that, buddy. Man, That's like when I registered in the FAA for drone, and it was like register a drone at the FFA.com, and I gave them all my information. I know I'm dumb. It was hilarious. I got, that was actually really funny. I got I know I got to the end. I'm like you did the whole thing. You paid him and everything. You're like uh, I don't think I that didn't was real. Get anything? And I'm like, well, where did you it go? Was and it was like, yeah, uh, flying my your drone. drone. <laughs> FAA dot uh, registered. This dot is a real internet site. Dot me. I'm like, what? Yeah, it looks legit. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, anyway, I, I the first time I had it, first off, they're just delicious little They things. are good. They're just tasty. The mouthfeel on them, tremendous. Really nice mouthfeel? Nice, tremendous little mouthfeel. Mm. Uh, and they're like uh, 25 milligrams a piece, which wouldn't, wouldn't even be enough to move the needle if it was Delta 9 for me, 25. My sweet spot's, you know, somewhere between, somewhere between 50 and 100. I don't know. It's somewhere in there. And that's where I like to be without being too stumped. Uh, well, I started eating these. There were like four gummies in this pack. I ate the one. I'm like, well, that was fucking great. I ate another one. I ended up eating 100 milligrams of this, uh, the four of them. That's not okay. crazy. 100 no. milligrams, Delta 8. Uh, I had the mints and stuff. You're not going to hurt me with a mint this big. You know what yeah. I mean? You're not, you're not going to move the needle. Um I, I end up, I'm driving a little bit later on, and I was just trying to remember when the fuck I smoked weed, because about halfway through my trip, I was off my tits. I was so fucking stoned, man. I was, I, I was. Well, you were huffing glue, too. Yeah, Tulio takes me to a different place, though. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, I really Julio. was. I was about. Uh, <laughs> what did I know? Before. Well, that's why I, I think they took Tulio out of glue, but that was that's my favorite so, shit, dude. Uh, I will name my son that. Uh, yeah, it's from, I'll rename him from Toluene. So, anyway, um, so stu- it, 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 it has a stupendous mouthfeel, it does. You, you get it, <laughs> you, you get it, Garden. Uh, so yeah, I'm driving down the highway and I'm like, oh. Oh, I'm ripped, bud. I felt like 
the beginning stages of when I ate like the RSO at like the 300, Ooh, 360 milligram. Uh oh. It didn't last quite as long, but it's still, I was still so it got you there. for like three hours. Okay. Three hours, I was like on one. And I was like, man, all out Did of Did you come out of it quicker? Gummies. I came out of it, uh, I came out of it cleaner. I'll okay. tell you that. Like, I, I wasn't fucking groggy like a lot of other. And I wonder if Delta 9 edibles make me groggy or if it's just like you just kind of keep eating a bunch of sweets or whatever that you know what i mean like typically edibles or some kind of dessert or something you eat 25 milligrams you're like yeah that's I'm, not much and you, you but this or you want to eat like a hundred you gotta go this thing's bullshit you ate a hundred milligrams you ate four fucking you go this edible this edible sucks is what you say so, right before you eat it it can be 10 milligrams yeah, talk 500 shit you go this thing's a piece of shit it don't work that's uh, this thing don't work that, that uh, it always cracks me up to see people do that with mushrooms fuck it makes my oh day. jesus it makes my day i've heard so many people who it, with acid and mushrooms are like it wouldn't work in a half an hour into it have some more Eat some more. But I've never, never in my life have I thought, well, fuck, man, I ate, I ate three hits. It's really not kicking in yet. I better go ahead and eat five more to fucking bump typically, this up a little bit. If you're sitting in like a, you're sitting in an ayahuasca ceremony or something like that, typically what you would do is after having the medicine administered to you, after drinking the brew, um, everybody kind of goes back to their own individual palate or whatever. An hour in, you know, the facilitator, the shaman, uh, the corandero is going to say, okay, it's been an hour. Uh, if you feel like you need some oh, more, okay. come on up and get it. Otherwise, you know, don't, yeah. you don't have to, you know, whatever. But just to kind of give you an idea. And you were up there like, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, every, every time that comes up, they're like, the if you feel like you need some more, and I'm like... <laughs> Diving into the kettle. Don't mind if I do. Uh, Just kidding. I could. Ex- let me see here. Uh, I could explain how it's affecting you differently, but it's really hard to type that much so early. Delta nine versus. Oh, Delta your excuses. Eight. God dang uh, excuses yeah, I, from this I'm guy. Not, <sighs> I, I'm sure <sighs> that it is. What I'm getting at is like, yeah, I'm not sure. Like vaping, it doesn't do it for me with Delta eight. But whenever I'm asking my body to metabolize it through an edible. I'm still getting stony baloney. So, uh, and what? And it's awesome. I ate a whole bag of them because yeah. I just breakfast. I feel I feel sorry for you, bud. I I, I do too. I'm never going to get there. You're a, you're a you're a cannabis enthusiast, and it just. I wonder if I stop smoking so much, it would. It's got to help, right? Maybe. I mean, maybe. I, I just know. want you know, like when people get so stoned, they're like, "Look at that fucking black light picture, man," and you know, like I want to get there with edibles one day but it's really hard <clears throat> the main thing i notice when i eat a lot of edibles I is i don't deeper. have to smoke oh that's for damn sure that like, first time I, I, that you and i got a, oh we were like well, when was the last well, time we, we smoked 350 360 yeah. milligram that cookies. was the first one i ever go you fuck, and i drove I across the six hours and we didn't even look at weed no i was like that's and that's we were jamming jamming you know uh so no I, I just maybe i expect more from the stories that i've heard of people being like i was fucking wasted. And I remember my dog fucking ate a bag one time. Yeah. And literally, it's the only time I've ever seen a dog's shoulders do this. <laughs> my dog's straight up just coming at me like this. Just fucking nice little wiggle on her. And I'm like, God, I broke my dog. I broke my dog. Here's Steve's dog. Real nice. Baby, what you wanna do? Get your body. Get your body. Get your body down. 
body down to rock town. I like that. Get your body down to rock town. It's, it's where all the cool kids are hanging. It's always it's something like that. where all like the bangings done. <laughs> rock town. Yeah, cool kids are hanging and banging and rock No, it's town. actually where millennials go to rock climb, you piece of trash. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, I wish that you could see the uh, human uh, as more than just a sexual being. Yeah, for real. This is uh, actually a rock appreciators uh, club. Uh, where we talk about the uh, healing properties of rocks. Go in nature and climb on rocks that Mother Nature built? No, those rocks yeah. don't want you climbing yeah, well, all you, over them. Do you think the rocks uh, would appreciate you, you nutsack dragging across all face? over them? You want that? Is that for the rocks? Is, is Mother that Nature? Is that who you are? No, no. Is that who you want to be? We climb fake walls in here, okay? Yeah, we don't okay, climb yeah. outside. All we'll of this outside. is made of polypropylene. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh, uh, allergies out there <laughs> that my mom said I can't get in my willy. <laughs> Um, you know what it makes me think of, though? What oh, hey, does it make you think is of? Is there, you probably know this, if you're taking mushrooms and you eat more <laughs> after your peak, are you ever going to hit a peak again? Mm, probably not. Same deal with a- acid? Probably not. No. No. Um, Can well, you, acid, maybe. Really? I th- uh, maybe. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes sense at all. Right <laughs> Possibly, quite possibly. <laughs> well, I, I feel like uh, introducing different chemicals throughout different parts of the trip is will take you to different, will open different doors. I've, yeah, for sure. 100%. What about an acid mushroom? The one, the one that is the most insane to me, the fucking chemical <laughs> compound that is like, because because for me, I've, I've explained this to you. I can't eat psilocybin recreationally. I don't eat it for fun. Uh, I can in like a very like low key hang with some friends around a fire, you know. Sure, sure. I can do that, but outside of that, like when I take psilocybin, it grabs me by the face and it's like I'm your fucking date to the dance, bud. <laughs> yeah. This is just me and you. So I'm outside fucking, you know, Ralphing and fucking screaming at the stars. That's what yeah. I do. Also. I know. <laughs> That's what it makes me do on that. Um, but there's all there's a peak, and then there's no, and then of course the next day, if I wanted to do it, I would probably have to eat twice the amount of psilocybin. Okay. To in order to do. Okay. That. Acid does not operate like that. <laughs> a- a- acid is bizarre. There's no rules to acid. It is like, bizarre. It's, it can be one fucking hit could take you to the moon, and five could just make you and fucking not feel anything. I don't it's, understand it's a, it's a weird thing. that not all acid is uh, a similar effect. Uh, I feel like with MDMA, there's a similar effect with every e- MDMA experience. Before, before the, we lose this, sure, sure, go, sure, sure. Uh, Kush Coach laid some science. Yeah, on let's this. do it. Uh, there are compounds that are present with Delta Nine due to converting to that will make you very lethargic. Those compounds don't show up when Delta Eight is decarboxylized. Your liver has enzymes that break Delta Eight easier, allowing the edibles to hit you faster and cleaner. Try them both in an edible. It will bl- That's been my experience. Wow, that's been my experience. When Delta Nine decarbs, it can turn to CBN. That also makes sense. Which makes you very tired. Tired, yeah. Mushrooms and acid is just an eight-hour peak. Oh, together, yeah. Ooh, yeah. But I actually, the peak is my favorite part. No, hundred like, percent. If you're rolling pretty I, good, it's one of the reasons why I love DMT, especially if I'm working with other uh, medicines, is because DMT sometimes allows me. To, I'm like, man, I was really, I was really into something yeah. there. I'm gonna go back for a couple minutes. Uh, so <laughs> hold on, but fellas. The one that fucking freaks me out. So I was telling you, like psilocybin, it yes. just makes me be present with that. Uh, and so it's I've, I've always considered it my most powerful plant teacher, or you know, a natural teacher. Uh, however, I could be 
on a couple of different chemicals, and I have never seen something just completely, just bulldoze, just run over the other experiences like ketamine. Ketamine is like... <laughs> Ketamine's weird as fuck. Ketamine is one of those things where it's just like, oh, are you having fun down there? Here, let me show you how much fun you're having. And it's just now all of a sudden you're just in this totally different fun, this totally different experience that is... 100% uniquely ketamine even when you're on other substances and you're like oh huh. I was having a hard time distinguishing you know LSD or MDMA yeah. or I was, I was having a hard time figuring out what was making me feel that in that journey that was all ketamine right there that, that perspective sure. was all ketamine sure because that's what I was saying with acid acid you expect uh, every time I eat acid I always see colors the, the walls always kind of do this because even uh, I'll tell you what even mushrooms a lot of times the trees always look the same to me they always have a vibration the way they are moving with the wind I'm like they're, those motherfuckers are the most alive thing yeah. you know like they're breathing you can feel them breathe this whole connection to that I get it damn near every time if I do them in the woods during a day tripper. Day tripper. One way ticket, yeah. It took me so long to find out what I found out. So day tripping, I always the get the same version thing. of that. The Jimi Hendrix version of that? Have you heard it? I know I have. You had to. Have. I know That's I have. Great. To. We'll listen to it after okay. the fucking okay. show. Um, we, we fucking jamming. We jamming here, jam in here dude. It's so great. I'm, I'm happy. Um, so, but acid. Each time you take it, it could be like, well, you're going inside this time. Oh, this time. This time you're going to see the craziest visuals you've ever seen. Oh, and this time it's going to be real mild, and you can hold a conversation and just kind of feel a little, little bit altered. That's the craziest thing to me. And to say, I don't understand the uh, chemical structure of it enough to say, oh, this is what makes it uh, orange sunshine. This is what makes it uh, Grateful Dead acid. You know, like all the different kinds of acid, I guess, or, or I don't know if they're calling those strains or whatever, you know, like, but different uh, uh, yeah, versions. Yeah, batches. Yes. No. And that always amazes me. Like, how is one different than the other? Is oh. there a slight chemical? Oh, dude. Uh, or is it the person doing the fucking witchy magic over it? Like, I what is it? Was, I think it was... Or is it you? I think it was Duncan Trussell telling this story, but he's talking about having a conversation with Owsley's wife. And Owsley was, I mean, pretty well known or considered, like, the greatest acid chemist. He's making all of the Grateful Dead, all the family acid, like, a, you know... Um, and there's kind of a lore attached to him, and he and 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 Duncan, I think was, I have to dig this up, but he, he was having this conversation with her, and he's like, I just don't feel like when I take acid now, it's the same as when I took acid, you know, whatever okay. in the '90s or yeah. And she's like, Oh, honey, that's because nobody's a perfectionist anymore. You know, now it's about just creating a bunch of fun. Bunch of it. You know, nobody's nobody's fucking really just tweaking and making craft sure cannabis versus craft big. LSD. Yeah, it's a hundred percent like Damn. that's and and uh, so there are the LSD is not like it's not methamphetamine. LSD is a very complicated fucking yeah. compound to 
you know, synthesized. synthesized to create, yeah. right? Whereas, I mean, meth, you can fucking make it with battery acid in a 20-ounce bottle. You know what I mean? Like it's. He's going to give us a lesson after the yeah. break. Uh, crack like this. Maybe, maybe make crack like this. We have our own version? Make meth like this? Oh, not bad. Not mad. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's it's very uh, it's very shake and bake, baby. Uh, I can get shake down on craft bake. LSD. Yeah, I I uh, having experienced craft what LSD. A, what a cool thing! Having experienced craft LSD recently, because when I was younger, there <laughs> well, was always there was always like this thing where it was like, man, you do acid and it makes you ache. And, like, the next day, it doesn't feel all yeah. that good, you know. You're kind of grimy. You're crampy. And it's kind of the I, – I, I liken it to, uh, you know, drinking pop-off vodka versus – Sure. Most people can't taste a difference because there's, there's not much of a – There's swine. There's, yeah, Uneducated there's, swine. But the difference in, like, a higher dollar bottle of alcohol, typically, a higher no dollar doubt. bottle of wine or scotch or anything like that. There's much – there's when you wake up the next day, it. when you wake up the next day, your head's not pounding because there was a bunch of bullshit sugars added or whatever. There's a perfectionist behind those yes. bottles. Yes, and I recently like also liquid is a weird animal. You were talking about, you know, can you know? I wasn't control, talking about shit, man. Control, <laughs> uh, like LSD, like uh, you know, is there a, a difference in between? Like liquid is, I, it cracks me up when people are like trying to get on a microdose protocol. First off, with LSD in general, not just liquid, yeah. but with LSD in general. People are like, well, I just took a, a quarter of a hit. It's like, oh, yeah, well, maybe that's where all, all of, of the acid concentrated. Like, I've had that happen. I've had that happen where I've had a sliver, a sliver of a slice, a sliver of a slice, a bud. S- take me the to two the, slivers the of a slice. Two slivers of a slice. <laughs> take me to the fucking moon, man. I forgot about that shit, dude. Take me to the moon, bud. Two so acid slivers is a, of is a, a slice. very weird... It's a weird animal, man. It's a weird. Well, I asked uh, Rick Dobbin with ayahuasca, what how what is the control for these experiences when you're giving someone a brew? It's not exactly measuring milligrams yeah. in a capsule, yeah. you know. Uh, to which he informed me that I was wrong yeah. in how I was thinking. Like the whole double blind. It's easier actually. That's what, but but it also led to him talking about that's what he was writing his dissertation on to get his PhD was like the double blind problem because when you're dealing with substances like psychedelics, you're dealing with something that is almost entirely subjective, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and you're also can't be quantified with, in any way. Very hard to quantify, and it's also when you have uh, 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 the presence of these chemicals where a trace amount can send your body into a a fucking whirlwind of of uh, of, of feelings and expressions. It might be one cup of ayahuasca. I mean, dude, I've had I've had ayahuasca ceremonies where I've taken a shot, you know, and I've had I've had ayahuasca brew where I've walked into the ceremony in the room of the ceremony, and I the place reeks of dimethyltryptamine, and I'm like, whoa, I have never <laughs> like this is gonna send me, and then like I've taken it, and it's been a very mild, and maybe that was because. The Syrian rue or the whatever the MAOI yeah. was, maybe it's because that wasn't working as effectively. You know, like there's a there's so many different variables to kind of shape those experiences. I think our body function too, body function, the environment that we're no in. No doubt. I mean, there's a the actual medicine person handling it. No doubt. You'll know when you when you're with an adept healer or medicine person. You know, like. 
those people are actually operating yeah. in a different world. They're not just like guessing at it. Uh, uh, because that's that's how my <clears throat> fucking stupid monkey brain. No works. doubt. I'm like, oh, I I can't. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about seeing, but I've also seen. You ever seen like? I mean, the shaman just knows exactly when to yeah. come over and say what needs to be said, or <laughs> you know, wrap you on the head with a uh, you know uh, uh, some fucking reeds or something to keep you here and then not to get too far out. Was it book. silver tanks? What color were the tanks? Silver. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> when Hamilton Souther talks about holding space, we've talked about holding space a million times. In the first uh, 999,999, I thought holding space was like, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Yeah. I'm holding your space. Just another another name for being here for Just somebody. I'm here. here. I'm here for. That's part of it. And then Hamilton Hamilton Souther goes on to say, "No, I'm holding space for these people. I'm creating <coughs> an aura of love around here. I'm actively projecting my frequency out a little bit further, so everyone can get a a, a, a taste of this kind of safe zone." that I've tried to will and I've practiced at doing and that is hard to quantify but makes sense on a level when we're talking about frequencies and vibrations and energies. I'll get some at the break. We're about to go to break. Um, <clears throat> so I think it's fucking cool as hell. I wish I can't wait to see the day when there are a lab that's mm -hmm. like, hey, we, we administer LSD here um, or they're even like, selling it i'm in a world where we're getting to the point where they're like yes here's this this is each hit it's containing this much just let us fucking know we'll make the decisions i don't think anyone's gonna go there what what are they worried about someone going to the acid store and buying a ton of acid and then selling it on the streets or giving it to kids they can't yeah, people mean, can it, already get it it just wouldn't make that much people sense can get it so if you and you make it in a way so that it's a um you know, I don't know if it's uh, not rehab is the word, but more and even not clinical, but more the, the clinical tribalism than like uh, <clears throat> mixing those worlds, like saying, yes, this is old world medicine. Uh, maybe not LSD, but, you know, even like DMT and and some of the substance and mushrooms like, hey, this is old world medicine. We're going to do our best to administer it from all of these people. We've gathered information on that out of work. And now we have. Real fucking scientist behind it. Let's mix those worlds a little bit. Mix, no doubt. mix the shaman and the scientist. Have them working hand in hand with each other. No doubt. And that shop's down on fucking Main Street. So when I'm 65 and I'm like, fuck, I worked this job that I hated my whole life. I haven't really saved. I'm fucked up. I got all this shit going on. What am I going to do? Oh, yeah, you go into that fucking place down there. <clears throat> blows your fucking head open and fucking makes you rethink things so you can get your life on track for less. Oh, I'm addicted to fucking opioids or something. Well, they got an Ibogaine clinic down there, bud. It's got like a 70% fucking success rate. Yeah, Go down more, there yeah. and check it out. Just check it out. You know, fucking, it doesn't have to be 40 grand either, like a rehab. You know, it doesn't have to do that. Yep. Seeing people who are on MDMA therapy who totally have so many things going on in their lives. And I never really think of MDMA like that. But when you can love yourself, like you were saying yesterday or the day before, maybe when you can love even the shitty things about yourself and love those ideas and love that hard trip, love that. Well, you have to. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's what MDMA helps people do that. And 
We're like, oh, fuck, you got to keep XC off the fucking street. It'll eat your brain. No, 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 no. There's a shop down there, buddy. Actually, if you go in there, you might come out a fucking different person. A changed we, person. We, we watched it in from shop <clears throat> to all, man. Like, oh, no like, doubt. We always talk about veterans dealing with PTSD, which is important that we talk about it because we're losing, without counting California and Texas numbers, 22 veterans a day to suicide. What we rarely talk about in that, except for people in the know, is the PTSD attached to being the spouse or the child of someone with PTSD. Oh, yeah. So what was great about From Shock to Awe is it, it documents our friends Matt Kale, Michael Cooley. They go down, they do these healing ceremonies, but also their wives, well... In that particular one, uh, I, you know, I think Matt, and we, we've met Amy and Matt. Matt, Matt Kale's great. Um, I believe it was just Michael's wife in this one they showed, but she yeah. does an MDMA ceremony. And she oh, was also a veteran. Damn, yeah. And she was holding shit down while his world was nothing but a war in his mind. She was holding the fucking fort down. That's hard. That's the, the amount of trauma attached to that. And she's going through her own shit. And she's also a veteran. She's also seen all of these things. And uh, uh, I think one MDMA ceremony. Yeah. And she was right as rain, ready to. Ready she to said she put her together. warrior down and told her mother spirit it's okay to come out. She had a conversation, loved herself. She goes, I can put the warrior away now. This warrior woman came to her, this version of herself that was a warrior came to her. Because I think they put a blindfold on her, didn't they? <clears throat> so she's able to connect and communicate in ways with herself, mm -hmm. which sounds like, yeah, of course I can communicate with yourself. Can you? Yeah. Can you really uh -huh. have a conversation with whatever this is and go deep and tell a portion of yourself that it's okay, you did your job, I love you. Yep. It's time to rest for you. Let my mother's spirit live. You. No, just go. To I sleep needed for a while. you. Yeah. I loved you. Yeah. Take a fucking break. You deserve it. You deserve it. And the, and it's her talking to herself. It was one of the most fucking powerful things I've ever. You guys seen should in a check out from Shock in my life. If you can. It's tremendous. Uh, Kush Kush says uh, Cali has shops that you can consume cannabis in. Then when you're sober, you can so. leave. They have TV, video games, music. There could be something similar for mushrooms or LSD. Uh, my brother-in-law, uh, Brennan England, is the proprietor of the Cola Lounge down on Cherokee Street here in St. Louis. It was the first consumption lounge for patients here in Missouri. It's and a big it's a fucking very deal. similar vibe. They've got Wii's at, on every TV, every <laughs> gaming console you can play on every TV, pool tables. A spot to just sit, shoot the shit. They have a dab bar. You need to use a rig. You got your own concentrates coming. It's pretty fucking. I got the commercial deal. I got okay. the commercial for that. Let's Great. Let's do it. <laughs> Here's what you do. Imagine us going down there and playing like Wii Mario Kart. Yep. And being like, you know, either we could do a thing where we're like the champions taking on each other. Yep. Or did you ever know that <laughs> we all knew this fucking guy, the guy who got so mad at video games. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a story. I would get mad. I would throw shit. But I had a buddy. I I shit you not. In college, we went through twenty remotes because the dude smashed them into. He would buy them. Yeah, I didn't okay, fucking yeah, care. Buy, buy them. Keep go buying. ahead. Keep doing. It. I got mine right yeah, here. You haven't like, learned your lesson. You're yet? an idiot. You know I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you? He would. We would play NFL Blitz. 
And it and the baseball version. I forget what it was called. Uh, uh, Grand you, Slam. Where, where slam. Punch, where you punch? You could punch the ball out of him at MLB. first base. It was it was it was blitz was the football version. It was all about hitting people and doing illegal shit. <laughs> and for some reason, that'll piss you Slug off. Slugfest. I had yes. I had that game, and I yes, I love because there was a couple dudes. Dude, you had like Prince Fielder. I want to say there was like fucking like Ricky Henderson hack or something. There was there there was something where you could get a player who was super fast, and every base he ran to, he knocked the ball away. Yeah, no, it was fucking someone. It was someone like Delino Delino DeShield, two thousand three, or like a Dexter Fowler type. That's what it was. It was someone small who Willie Tavares. It was D Gordon. D Gordon, I believe, and he could fucking sprint and knock the ball out of everybody's hands because you could knock the ball. They they could be standing at the base and you fucking smash into them like it was home. Slap the ball out of their shit. And for some reason, that that'll yoke you up more than just playing football. Are you kidding me? Like you're like fine. Oh, I was when someone's beating the shit out of you. Also, that's when when you can't do shit and someone just oh fucking exercising their will against you. Like (laughs) we've got MMA for Xbox, and it was like kind of I think like one of the first years it came out. I feel like because it was kind of a new deal and we were like whoa this is amazing but you'd start getting worked in MMA and you'd officially have to start a fight with the person you were fighting on the screen like, be like fuck you dude you know, yeah. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be happening yeah. if it was, if it was real, real life, life bud you'd be catching these <laughs> fucking knuckles every fucking time I'm like Jesus Christ even the guys on it's the game are game, like fuck guys like, what are we game. doing <laughs> I love those guys. That was me in pro wrestling for uh, oh, yeah. NES. Remember old pro, 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 there was an old school pro wrestling. They had like Starman Star yes. and fuck. I used to just work dudes in that and they'd fucking get all pissed. That's bullshit too because there's only two, four, four fucking. Yeah, there's like, only there's, so many combinations. Yes. It's all about timing. It's all about timing. It's just Oliver like that, gets me the, with new wrestling with that. Dude, uh, His dude, timing's so much the, better. Uh, there's a the what's the movie with Adam Sandler? That's my where he boy. Plays, no, where, no. Pixels. Pixels. It's great, dude. I, I love Pixels. I love Pixels. It's so good. <laughs> I do. I like it. Uh, anyway, but yeah, he's like telling. He's like, I, I don't. I don't know. There's just a lot of options here. Like back in the day, he just it was all about timing. It's all, it's all about. <laughs> it's all it was. Dude. All right. Uh, all right. This, this is great. This is a great morning show, guys. Are you gonna? Hey, Craig. I wonder if uh, any other morning show uh, broke down psilocybin and LSD experiences at fucking 8 a.m. I don't know, but I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this. Did I'm they? Gonna, did they do I, it? Did I'm we gonna guess not. I'm going to guess nobody's. No. I guess I'm going to guess no one's talking about how ketamine pulled me straight out of a. <laughs> no. Uh-oh. No. We're, no. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I think I your kids know. are calling. I think it's time for a break. I think we need to uh, uh, let these people see our sponsors. Hello? <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah, Craig's making the show run long for some reason. He had to poop earlier. And that's that's true. I threw in a break. Guys, this is the, right these on. are our sponsors. We love you. We'll catch you on the other side of the break. We're going to talk about a couple of different things. We're going to talk about the UN uh, uh, rescheduling uh, weed uh, according to their uh, uh, scheduling guidelines, which really doesn't mean fuck all, but it, it should it should kind of get the ball rolling, we hope. And then uh, you guys got to remember this. Uh, maybe put in the text or something like that. I've got a story to tell you. Steve was talking about, remember your friends that got pissed off about video games? I got a story to tell you about a friend who is an avid comic book collector uh, who uh, saw Batman and Robin for the first time. And I think you guys are going to enjoy it. These are our sponsors. We love you. 
Stick around. We'll see, we'll be back in about five minutes. Fist Kid Show. Hey, here's my guy Craig, and this is Steve over here, and we're having a good time in the morning with you. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Hoosier Sophisticated <clears throat> Show. We got a lot of good stuff planned for you. The second hour, we are going to talk about. Um, I'm going I'm to tell you about vans and campers and little ways that you can get off the grid because I told you earlier I was uh, listening to, to uh, Tom Green on Joe Rogan that's what he's doing he's got a fucking van he goes and drives to national parks goes out there this is my kid's dream this is Landon's well, Landon's got a whole fucking plan I'm gonna I'm gonna break down some knowledge for anyone that may not know this is their plan because I know this is like my new five-year plan uh, I do want to get into some of the comments I appreciate everyone so much for tuning into the show you don't know how much that means to us at our core of course yes we come out here and we say we do this for us we do this for us I'm looking at analytics all the time I care I want to see our projector trajectory trajectory I want to see it Propel. Continue to climb. I want to see it, baby. I love when we get people <coughs> who are excited on our text line. We got a guy right now, the Kush Coach, one of my favorite guys. How do I become a sponsor? Will you email us at twain at mycelial.media or Hoosier Sophisticate at gmail.com? Yeah. Twain, T W A I N at M Y C E L I A L dot media. Twain <coughs> at mycelial media. It's simple. You can email us at either one of those and say, hey, I want a commercial made. I want a funny song. I want some social media content that's going to blow my friends away. Because that's what we do. We've been doing this shit for so long. We post something on social media and they go, there's Steve and Craig again, just being the funniest mofos I've ever met in my life. What do you know? There they go again. When we make something for someone on their feed. Yeah, they close business. It goes insane. To see that still gives me hope in the world, which is wrong, but it's okay. Because when I see that explode on there, I go, baby. We're still hit. Still, still got, got it, it baby. Still got it. Still got it. So <clears throat> I, anyone who wants to become a sponsor, we'd love to have you. If you're not a complete asshole. Because we've honestly told sponsors, eh, uh, someone with told, the most money. We probably, we probably told. We are dumb. We probably told the deepest pockets in the Missouri cannabis game that we weren't interested. Yeah, what were we doing? And earlier, with, oh, buddy, that there was, was CBD uh, that was kind of I appreciate. Iffy, and I appreciate, uh, yeah, and that was a fucking, that would have been a fruitful endeavor, and we told know, them, we told them to we fucking doing? Eh, You know, those are the things that you do. Listen, uh, you act in accordance, you act in a, we act in accordance with what our fucking I know. heart feels. And it doesn't pay us in the in the present. No. 
no. to, to think like that, but boy, does it pay off in spades. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy, does it pay off in spades on the back end. <laughs> what did I say yesterday in my Creed video? Was, uh, hey, sweet sweet mamma jamma, babe. Sweet mamma jamma. <laughs> boy, what the fuck? <laughs> we can probably play that. Uh, <clears throat> for a lot of people that are tuning in to this morning show that are maybe new to it, the way it used to kind of go around here uh, was <laughs> Monday nights were our jam. That was what we would do. And yeah. then Steve would do a Steve and Internet show yeah, I'd at night. Yeah, i quit that. And I would do. Got too good. Uh, I would just do like morning check ins on my way to brilliant. work. It was brilliant. It was a nice little way for me to dump some poison out. It was so good. <laughs> but we also, got some of our best shit out of Also, I have a great conversation uh, with, with the uh, community. And then, so we've, we've got some of those things recorded. But also, uh, Steve did one one day as Creve, uh, and really just nailed a Craig Kohler morning impression. And like, I, there's, I think there's a lot of jokes that would be lost on people that didn't know. Yeah. Like the, you know, oh yeah, you know, totally. It, it was but, spilling the coffee. But, yeah, road spill, rage. I spill my coffee every day. Got That's a huge cup of coffee. I got a vat of coffee. Uh, tell people to suck the day's dick or their or its clit, whatever their sexual proclivity yeah. was. Uh, live the life with the zest and fervor only a sophisticated yeah. Hoosier can. You nailed, you nailed all those things. What you got? Um, yeah, what Steve-o. you got? Hey, Steve O. So there was like a lot of a lot of stuff there. A lot of unpacking a lot of stuff, but you really did nail the impression. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, so that could be you. That we could be could doing be impressions me. of them. And and so you know, there's limited advertising space on our show, but there is unlimited uh, potential for. Uh, us to create content and commercials for people to use at their will. Uh, but as far as you want to be a part of Hoosier Sophisticate, you want to sell things to the people that dig on this culture, like you're going to be one of us. You're, you know, that's, that's the deal. Uh, and if, if you don't line up with how we get down, then that's fine. That's fine. We can still make you some stuff. Yeah. We'll still do business. I like yeah, doing business with care. everybody. It just can't necessarily We're not for everybody. Show. Kush Coach, that guy... Fuck that guy. Oh, yeah, he's not getting He's anything. never getting on this show. Never on this never show. Never once are you ever going to sniff this show, pal. Not until he wrestles me. Have you heard of the... <laughs> Naked? There's olive oil wrestling. I would wrestling. coach on here tomorrow. There's a, there's a uh, it's like in Turkey or something. Olive uh, oil wrestling in olive Turkey. Oil You're speaking wrestling. all of my kinks. <laughs> I know. Dude. Here it is. It's an actual... The loser get fisted because oh, this might Greek. be the best. Yeah. Greek yeah. athletes. Yep, this is, this is it. Greek athletes. <laughs> this is it. Oh, this is Greek. Read this fucking headline for me, please. <laughs> okay, fine, I will. This is from Daily Mail. Greek athletes covered in olive oil engage in traditional wrestling bouts where brawlers gain advantage by putting their hands down rivals' trousers. <laughs> <laughs> oil helps lubricate wrestlers. So they are slippery while competing you in a of... It's flag wrestling. It's like flag football. You can't let anybody touch your dinger. <laughs> annual event in the Greek, Greek village of Sochos. The best way to beat a rival is to ro- avoid their greased up bare torso and aim for the fellow competitor's trousers. Annual festival uh, dating back two millennia blends the traditions of ancient Greece with more uh, modern time. Leather-clad, topless wrestlers greased up with olive oil take part in this uh, annual competition in Greece. Rippling muscles on display, the half-naked competitors gathered in a makeshift ring 
in a village as traditional music is blared out to set the mood. <laughs> their challenge was to get a hold of their oiled-up opponent in a vice-like grip <clears throat> so they couldn't escape. Sounds tricky. The best way to succeed is to avoid slippery torsos. Was this written in Out magazine? Mm. Wrestlers compete Whoa, in... Oh, look at that picture. He's a handsome laddie. Dude, that's what... Look at that. Yeah, hang on. I'll just... I'll, I'll look at that, bud. If that's not the hottest thing you've ever seen, I, I don't know what is. They're doing it in jeans? No, no. It's or, leather. The trousers are called Kismet. And while traditionally made from buffalo leather, they are now usually crafted from soft calfskin, but they weigh like 30 pounds or something that's crazy. That's hot. Mm. Dude. Wrestlers compete in rounds of 30 minutes with 10 minutes of added time if no winner has emerged. 40 minutes of this. Jesus. 40 minutes of wrestling? If you gotta. The that competitors have still not bested. insanely long wrestling bout, dude. That's, I mean, that those are men. Look at these guys. Yeah, those guys. dudes, are, they look like Spartans. They have look to because wrestling at, for 40 minutes Ooh, damn, Wrestling bud. for four minutes sucks. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I wrestled three kids the other day for like 15 minutes. I thought I was going to die. I had to go sit outside and get fresh air. Here you go. Here's a little more eye candy for you. You want this website? I'll get it. Let me to send it to you? Greek olive oil wrestling. Yeah, I'm sure you probably that'll probably come up. Yep. First I just, one. I just wanted to get a picture of it. First one. Yeah, you got to show them these pictures. They are graphic. Is that guy biting him? Yeah, go ahead and throw that up on the screen. If you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can, you can download the podcast anywhere, and you can also share this feed anywhere you want. Okay, let me see my countrymen. Let me see this, bud. Go ahead and transition it. But if you're listening on the podcast, what you're going to want to do is actually check out the live feed because we got some pictures of this. Uh, I don't. Does it have a name? I don't think it has a name. It's just olive oil wrestling. It's just Greek olive oil, oil wrestling. wrestling. Simple. Easy enough. You going to uh, transition it? Or yeah, gonna... I got I got two mice going here. So yeah, I don't know what. There you go, bud. There we go, guys. Take them through it. Oh, uh, this. Look at this guy. Let's see here. This is the one that really caught my attention. But I think you got to pin them on their back. Look yeah. how many people are watching them. I'm gonna zoom in on that guy. <laughs> Do it. Ooh, that's tiny. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. So I just learned about that the other day. Did you bone you up? I mean, it's I enjoy Ooh, that, that dude's back. I enjoy Good a, for him. a physique like that. It's I'm not man, gonna it's lie. A man's game. You should. I mean, that makes me. It's the human form. It's the gay it's the human form. Uh, when my I had a teacher, yeah, I was like, oh, we all live on. A, a, we all live on a yeah. gay spectrum. I'm sure there's some you know, guys just like plants are on. Some a guys are so anti-gay. They're like, hell no, that dude ain't got a nice back. Looks like, looks like an idiot or something. And then they're uh, raging hard on. You're like, but that might. Um, no, I can appreciate the shit out of that. I mean, I'm not trying to get slide my hand down a greasy just, just relax, asshole, bud. Just. I'm not trying to slide my hand down. That a is the asshole. prize, bud. I'm looking. I'm. I mean, am I going to be an oil a oil guy for these guys? Maybe they all look like that. Well, you're a hundred percent up. You're up one million percent going to. I be. like physique. So uh, okay, just to kind of uh, okay. Yeah, okay. So the <laughs> yeah. So here's my question. <laughs> sure. You got to get down in their pants. Sure. Yes. yes. Uh, then what? <laughs> like, well, you got to pin them uh, that on their back. 
Well, once you get them on their back for a certain amount of time, like in wrestling, that's what I heard. Other countries but, do well, this. Why are we going down their pants? Because it's the only spot you can grab them and get a, a control of them. And so plus, it's, still, it's like it's still like it's wrestling. overtly sexual. It's, you're not gay, but it's you're still like, like wrestling rules. But it's just you don't have labels. You know what I mean? I don't listen. The, the gay thing misses me. I don't care about that. I'm just trying to figure out. No, I'm explaining it for everybody else. I know what these guys. I mean, the guys got shredded delts. No, uh, I'm just thinking. It's like listen. These that's guys. The only place you can get these guys got girlfriends. Lots of girlfriends. They but it's the deal is when you kind of stick your hand down your buddy's pants. Yeah. It kind of just like, it's a bonding thing. Totally. You know, like, this is just a, a battle of merits and wills. <laughs> it's. I mean, the Spartans did shit like this I'm all the just, time. And they're I, the hardest, hardest how, dudes around. I can see how... Uh, Listen, their dads did it. Their dads' dads did it. <laughs> I get that. They've seen their dads do if this I exact thing. If I stick my thumb up your butt, you're going Listen, to your back to protect your poop shoot. You want to make a bet? Coach, here's the deal. You want to make a bet? Everybody I'll get it knows all on the fours. wrestling mats. Everybody knows I'll get if you're it all in danger, you can faster. check someone's oil. That's fine. You got two moves. You got two two last ditch efforts. If someone is is uh, you know working you to to possibly start to pin, you go with an oil check, or you go with the five on two. And that's, you know, like... Grab their nuts, You grab their nuts and give them the old... Is that legal in wrestling? Sure. Okay, because... Twist his dick off! Here's what happens. Let me explain to you what happens. Grab his dick and twist it! Here's what what happens. Kush Coach sticks his thumb up my butt, potential sponsor, okay? I'm going to... Graphic detail. He's going to slide his thumb right up my butt. Okay, he's going to slide it right on in there. Pop a hole in my singlet. He's in there... In the flesh, I clinch. Okay, oh, you're ta- now you're taking him. For now right. I take him now, for right. Now who's in control? He's trying to pull out. I'm moving back against him. I come. Okay, <laughs> as I'm finished, as I get to the last one, and I my clinch is getting harder and harder each time. Naturally, I take his thumb and I go, and break it to the side. Okay, now I got his thumb. Exactly. Slow motion. Slow motion of my ass cheeks. Well, fade to him. He's going like this. Ah, and blood just spewing out of a... You ripped it off. I ripped his thumb off. Now it's in my ass. Now I I own his thumb in my ass. Well, naturally, that's just a trophy He's standing over there going, oh. And I get down like this, and I go... I farted out. Well, of okay? course you did. I farted out, and he's going, "Oh my thumb!" And it goes. This is your advertising and it goes, <laughs> right in his mouth. His own thumb, shitty thumb, with my shit on it, goes right in his mouth. He's so amazed by it. Okay, he goes, and he swallows it. And right? then thanks you. No, 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 no. Oh. And he poops it out. <laughs> you think any other morning shows talking about this right now? <laughs> I just love that you called your shot and be like, oh, you want to advertise on my show? Let me tell you what you have to look forward to, sir. I'm attaching your yeah, business's yeah, name uh, uh, to, to <laughs> whatever that was. Whatever. <laughs> There's no name for that. <laughs> Fucking God but nothing. look, just like that Key and Peele skit, everything I say, it's like, oh, yeah, remember those guys did that? That's cool. That's neat. <laughs> Shannon and Glenn both have to poop at the same time. Well, 
I get it. You ever do that when you and your wife at the poop at the same time? You sit down first, then she sits on your lap and poops well, in between your legs? First off, <laughs> Shannon's a male. Well, yeah, Shannon and Glenn. And Glenn is it's also a girl a male. and a dude. No. Nice. Did you say you're trying to say nice guy? Nice try. Guy can't be named Shannon? Yes. Get out of here, bud. Yes. I remember the first time. <laughs> I bet he's never heard There's a guy that worked at my dad's shop. No, Shannon Sharp, he fucking beat the shit out of you. Yeah. If you said that to him. Yeah. I would you know what I would that. say to Shannon Sharp? <laughs> I would say, your brother was better than you. Oh, what was his name? Sterling. Sterling was the man yeah, receiver hurt. for pack, Green the Bay. pack. Mm-hmm. He was the man, mm-hmm. Sterling. Yep. Sterling Sharp. Yep. What a fucking name. It's a great name. Shannon really Absolutely great name. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a shit. dude. I've heard it before. I'm a person. I'm one person. I'm a dude. I, 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 for, for, let's just get it on the record here, uh, Shannon. <laughs> I I've heard that, that before. I, I knew that, and I was already clear. I was already cleaning yeah, up behind it. my partner before you could even think about it, pal. All right. I You've had a lot of time here. thinking about my thumb and your ass. He's a great dude. He came to my house for a sesh. They drove from Mo. Who's he talking about? Joint account. Ruin everything. <laughs> uh, I have fun on this show. You guys want to learn about campers and vans that maybe? Oh shit! Look at this guy's cooking up over here. Um, listen, I am very interested, in, and we only got twenty-five minutes left here before the next break, so I want to get to this. I want to live off grid, bud. I want to get there one day where I can fish and hunt and live close enough to a town where I can grab stuff. And like I said, maybe get fucking Amazon delivered. But I'm still off the grid enough that I can shoot guns and do shit. You know, I can poop in my front yard if I want to. You know, I can make love to my wife on the roof of my home. Damn right, bud. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be free, baby. I want to be free. So, I thought... Mm, tiny home, right? And maybe I'll break down tiny homes tomorrow where you can get a tiny home because we've seen tiny homes, uh, you know, plummet price. You can get a tiny home for four grand now at some places. Sure. I mean, it's just the well, I mean, bare I, bones. I, as it but. becomes more prevalent, you, it, we could get this down to where they cost almost nothing. Just a fucking little build-at-home kit, you know what I mean? Oh, like, bud. And that's really the deal. I mean, you can spend as much as... I've seen some elaborate Dude, tiny I've seen house setups. Dude, I've seen $70,000 to $100,000 tiny day. homes. All day, yeah. Which one was awesome. It was two, like, uh, shipping containers, and then, like, another one up top, so they that's had, like, a good, common actually. area that was outside, but a room upstairs and two rooms to the side. I was that's like, big. okay. It was real big. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> So do you have this? This is the one I want, the 10 cool campers. Oh, do we have something on the uh, the desktop audio? Oh, Alan just wanted to chime in yeah, with sure. this smart Let's ass. Hear him. You, know, you know how it goes, bud. Here, let me see if I can't uh, do it here. Okay, we're going to do Steve. a smoke out jam. Let's grease each other up and play a little snag the baloney. It's certain to make midges. Spunk. Spunkity spunk spunk. Thank you, Alan. Okay, he's, uh, haven't heard from him in a while. And he's dropping straight knowledge he, on He us. wants to grease each other up and play a little <laughs> snag the baloney. What's wrong with him? Alan we gotta is get the him most fixed. disgusting little We gotta get him AI. fixed. We gotta get, he's, <laughs> we get, he's a pig. We're gonna have to neuter him. What is wrong? 
Spin out. Alan, what was that you said? <laughs> Hang on. Alan, I'm not sure I quite understand. I didn't you. hear it. Oh, Steve. Let's grease each other up and play a little snag the baloney. <laughs> it's certain to make midges. Spunk. Spunkity spunk spunk. I'm, I'm gonna make the AI jits. Oh. It's certain. It's certain to make him jits. I'm calculating a 100% chance at, ma- at that making me jizz. A little snag the baloney. You're a sicko, Alan. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Let's, uh... It's <laughs> 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 so stupid. Uh, automobile mag. <clears throat> automobile mag, right, bro? You can zoom in a little bit. There we go. No, I want automobile mag, dick. You want this one? Yeah, I want 10. (coughs) Guys, I'm going to show you 10 vans here, and so is Craig. You can zoom in maybe on that a little bit so it makes it wider on the screen for him. You know, fills up the whole Yeah, I'll do that. Let me just... uh just get over here. We got a whole deal going down in the mornings. If you are uh, creative or artistic or just want to hang out, we might put you to work on the green screen. You see this? This is a green screen. Craig and I are standing in front of a green screen. Oh, if you guys want to add anything to our show behind us, email it. Uh, Any creativity that you can drum up, Write a we want to, we'll suck it in. We will soak it and suck it up. I swear to the Lord Almighty. I will. All right, guys, let's get into automobilemag.com before we got we got a break in 20 minutes. Damn, this show is flying by today. I love it. Yeah, everybody. we're running Thank like on guys. the 15s today. Thank you much. guys so much for uh, for tuning in. Looking to get out there, you know, really out there, but tents are a no-go and you want to drag and you don't want to drag a trailer or sleep or uh, in or drive the something the size of a house, then you're looking for a camper van. These handy homes away from home are based on normal-sized trucks and vans, meaning they should fit in normal driveways and parking spaces and be fairly easy to drive. We've gathered up 10 worth considering. Although fair warning, even while the majority sit at the affordable end of the camper van and conversion van spectrum, they're all significantly pricier than a regular old van with an air mattress thrown in the back. Um, first one, which I'm, uh, th- there's a couple companies that you can look up to. Nice and nice. I think on the, the other one might be, yeah. Uh, Here's an Airstream. Okay, I'll look at that. Did you want to go with the other one? Yeah, the first one is the Airstream uh, Interstate 19. How fucking cool is that, dude? Well, if it's anything like fucking Airstreams, which I know. are amazing. We've yeah. had one brought to Cotillion before. Like they Unbelievable. Are, they are a fucking... They're I, just unreal. I thought they were like a bare I, bones I, I thing. Could, I could live in an Airstream easily. No doubt. Yep. No yeah. doubt. So that one's uh, it's 160. Re- real quick. So uh, this is uh, kind of a new trend, right? So just yes. a little to tie it in a little bit. We talked about uh, me selling limos and building limos before. In 2011, the Lincoln Town Car was phased out. And it was like the last rear-wheel drive limousine, right? Lincoln replaced it with uh, this front-wheel drive MKT. It was kind of a weird-looking car. It makes yeah. a great hearse, but kind of a weird stretch. Doesn't, sure. When you think stretch, you think kind of a Cadillac or a Lincoln. Yeah. This was kind of a weird cut. For about the same price as the MKT stretched, you could buy a Mercedes Sprinter van mm. and fit twice the amount of people. Uh, and be able to stand up in it and offer a totally different experience. 
the advent of the sprinter vans these machines are so badass and what you can the, what you can fit in an empty shell of an extended wheelbase sprinter van like you can Dude, what I, you can fit in the back of an extended wheel? Well, dude, I mean, I can't. I'd love to see the fucking interior on this. On this. Uh, oh, I think it has pictures. There's 58 photos. Look at this. There's 58 photos of that Hang shit. On. If you want to scroll through, through a little bit, look at that bad boy, dude. It's amazing, bud. And you can fit. Oh, is that the Mer- was that the Mer- they're all yeah. So Mercedes oh, so makes this all of them. So so Dodge used to. It's essentially the same deal, but you know what's awesome about the Mercedes? is, Dude, it's got like this Bluetech diesel that gets like 40 fucking miles of the gallon. 45 oh, miles of Oh, it's based on a Mercedes-Benz uh, Sprinter. Yeah, it's a, it's a Mercedes uh, Sprinter van chassis, yeah. Oh, okay. All, that's what I'm saying. So like that, that vehicle Damn. kind of took over the whole industry. Holy uh, and, shit. And then there's been this also the RV industry kind of did the same thing. Like we don't have – not everybody wants to fucking tow around 45 feet a trailer. Like what that's if you the can have an experience in a van? <clears throat> oh, I'll have an experience in a van all right, bud. Me too, and if it's a rockin', <laughs> don't come <laughs> Is that the inside of that too? That is from the from the bits another uh, seating configuration. Uh, is this all bed. the airstream? There's your, yeah, this is all still the Okay, here, so here's the next one. I can oh, start it's reading. Not all the airstream. You know, that that, well, yeah, that all was. That was still the airstream. Air. Okay. All right, so go you can go to the next picture. I can read if you want. And just keep showing pictures. You got it. So we're on this uh, boho camper conversion? Yes. This is my favorite one. If I was going to get one, this is what I'm getting. This, this is screams This is what my steep. kid's all about. Yeah. <clears throat> this is, like, it's chill. It's, like, super chill. Pricing starts at thirty grand for the conversion, not including the van. What that leads me to believe is that with a little know-how and say you got one of these vans. I was looking up 2500s on these uh, Express. I think they're Chevy Expresses uh-huh. um, is what they're based on. You can get one of those for five to 10,000. They're even selling some that have 300,000 miles on it. So you know it's made like my stepdad, Randy's heavy-duty truck thing ran for 300,000 miles with just having to change the minimal amount of, of shit. Yep. Yes, he took care of it. Yep. Fucking, you know, drove it. Not, you know, he just, it was a, took care of his shit. That truck lasted forever. If you can get a van like that mm-hmm. and say you get get it at 60,000 miles, kind of spruce it up a little bit. If you can get 30,000 from these guys doing it, what do you think? You probably do it yourself for fucking seven, you know, six or seven with all the even the if you had the same skills and figured oh, out we can we can totally do this i mean that that that's not, what i thought was the most we can totally do this like the easiest way Man, I, and I most affordable a bunch of tools that'll make it a little bit easier for us yeah it's I know. about the only thing they're fucking good for yeah we should but look it sits so high off the ground too um if uh, i don't know if we're still are we still no, on I, the, I just i just uh, went past it here is that still the boho too this is the boho here okay here. so then go back to the first picture I mean, you don't it's have pretty it. cool. You open the back doors. You've got like tables and additional storage. Like that's one thing I love about tiny homes and and van conversions in Good general morning. is like how smart the how smart the conversions. Go are. back to the original picture. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. One more. Yep. And I love how high it sits off the ground. Yeah. 
that I feel like I can take a little bit off road too. The only thing is, I think only a couple of these, maybe all all wheel drive. I would love to be able to build my own. You know, like oh, I transitioned it to four wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Now I can really fucking mm-hmm. go where no one goes. Because mm-hmm. in a two wheel drive car, you're only getting to certain places. If you could mix a Jeep with one of these, because I always wanted minivans that were camping minivans. Give me a minivan, but give me some ass on it and let it sit a little higher. Yeah. And, you know, like, give me some wheels on it and yeah. let me fucking take it off road. Remember you went to that one year we went camping, I think, for your son's birthday and it ripped the bottom thing off your oh, yeah. car because it's like vans aren't made Dude, that for that. That's what made Honda's, me think. Has, has, has traversed some baby. fucking terrain, but Oh, it didn't stop it. That damn sure didn't stop it. All right. And then the next one we got, number three, the Caravan Outfitter Freebird Camper. That one's built off a of Nissan, uh, the NV2. 200 cargo van which is awesome that thing is hu- it's immense yeah it looks huge even when I, i've yeah, seen them big. on the road they're big they're big as fuck um they all have about i was looking up last night between 70 and 80 inches at their tallest that's got a little pop-up oh that's fucking cool um but that one uh 42 000 for the pro top model i mean that's you know comparable to a new car most new cars i feel like the the oh, basic freeberg is at thirty-seven thousand. uh yeah then you got the winnebago solis that's the one with the <clears> pop-up <throat> okay that that one's pretty cool and that's based on the ram promaster that's what tom green said his is based off of he got a promaster and sent it to a company to have it tricked out right, right now there's only a certain amount of companies that do it. If you started that company today, you'd be fucking swimming in it if you marketed yourself correctly. Yep. Because I guarantee this is the next wave of what people do. With fucking mask and coronavirus and shit, they're going to say, oh, you know what's cool? I can live in my house in a national park for a few weeks, yeah. then leave. Tom Green says every about every four days, he finds some sort of thing in nature that he goes, oh, never seen that before. I just got to fucking stay here for a week and write, create music, do a podcast, and then I move on to the next space. Him and his dog going around. It's so freaking cool. So the Winnebago Solis, that one's 100, 100 G. So That's that about, one. I mean, honestly, for a limo conversion, you're going to buy a, a brand new Sprinter for 93 and up. And like in a lot of them, like the, the really custom ones, like built one for... Uh, Who's a fucking knucklehead closer? John Papelbon. Really? Yeah. And like, you know, so like you can, these guys are, when they start customizing, they can start spending some fucking coin on them. But I mean, 90 to 100 is about the rate. Because I mean, a brand new Sprinter, you know, you're going to be in just under 40. You're going to have a $50,000 conversion on it. Here's a 2015 with 70,000 miles on it for 27. Those are Mercedes Benz Sprinters. Here's a 2019 for 37. Uh, I mean, 2019 yep. for 44. No. 2016 for 33. I mean, it's. That one's um, got seats in it already. Yeah, so. You can get a brand new shell for just under 40. And I mean, let's see, Lois, what could you get one bare freaking bones? Um, 2013, you probably want. Something a little newer than that. You know what's actually a really reasonable. Uh, I mean, you could do it in option. one of these. Like the the thing the thing I like about the Sprinter is is honestly is its is its fuel efficiency. Dude, it's got three hundred seventy thousand miles on it. If you're talking about uh, those Blue Tech diesels, will go for a fucking Jeez, miles. Jesus. Uh, it, it you know 
if you're talking about like driving around your house and like really like getting out and about and seeing the world, that is going to be tough to do at eight fucking miles of the gallon. You know what I mean? Like it's it, how it, much do they get those diesels? Like forty, like thirty four. Shut your fucking. They're fucking mouth. awesome. Now that's probably build without weight in it, but still like you're you know upper twenties to thirty. Like it's they're so fucking. Holy so, shit. Um, Freightliner Sprinter is that the right one? Yeah, no. It should be a Mercedes Sprinter. Fourteen point five, two thousand eighteen Mercedes brand Benz Sprinter van gets approximately is that fourteen. Diesel? Point. Nope, that's gas. <clears throat> I don't know. It's uh, I'll pull, I'll pull it up here. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, okay, so back to the old list here. I think we're at number five, maybe. Uh, like Boho Vans Outside Vans, which is the next one, uh, generates custom van builds for customers. There's no set template, nor does the outfitter require a single make of donor van, although the company's website seems to show a preference for Mer- Mercedes-Benz Sprinters. All of these large camper vans have one thing in common, however. They're all rugged-looking li- and built for van life. <clears throat> Hashtag ba- van life off the beaten path they may have stopped making the diesel <clears throat> those no i saw an option on auto trader last night when i was looking them up so you can get one a couple years older hmm. <clears throat> um uh those not interested in delving outside into outside vans involved custom ordering process can choose from among the already built inventory the company has on hand and at any given time uh this might be the one we'd choose to uh for a conversion to live in. This thing looks really cool, dude. <clears throat> this next one with the tent, it's called the outside van. Uh, sorry to Yes, you no, there. you're good. This one here? Uh, go down to this yep. one. Yep, right there. That one, that one is cool. The bed is up high. I like that. Being able to, I don't want to have to move my bed and my bed in is my main your, area. In order to use your, <clears throat> I want to have everything down low. Well, that's what's nice about uh, that's what's nice about the lower floor too, right? Like because the raised floor, like no uh, doubt, you know, you, you're cutting into your space without putting a cap on top of which some people would do or could do on a van conversion is like put a cap so that you. But dude, those sprinters, you can fucking do jumping jacks on those things. Yeah, they. I think <clears throat> how tall? And if you on were going to be maybe in eighty air, inches. Oh, to, like a, a sprinter? Yeah, from oh. like the floor to ceiling. I looked yeah, it up. Well, I think how, it was how tall is that? Yeah, probably a little over seven and a half feet tall, I would think. Well, seven shit, feet tall. Six feet is 70. Yeah, 80 inches, inches probably. That's probably right. Yeah. <clears throat> That's, I mean, that doesn't seem like that big of a deal because the the pull to living like this is the fact that I'm not going to be in my house at all times. But if you're somewhere that's pretty cold, you know, you're going to be fucking holed up for in, in the snow or whatever, like... When you retire to the warmth, you probably want to be able to stand up and walk around a little bit. It might be a Got little to. much to fucking have to be crouched Got over to. all the time, you know. Um, next one on our list here is the off-grid adventure vans. Um, I think it's pretty industrial. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like something you might see on like Safari or something. The Ram Promaster van, off-grid adventure vans, will build you a camper in one of <laughs> three layouts: Rambler Summit or Vagabond. I love it. Um, uh, they got coming 36,000, uh, the 33,000, it's pretty cool. Uh, 38,000. So they're all right in, in line with each other. The designs are minimal, mostly have to do with the integration of the bed, which can be a fold out Murphy bed style unit 
Uh, fixed optional extras include an outdoor shower, heater, composting toilet, solar panel, out, hot water system. I would have to do all that. Now, this one is, is this next one coming up is my my favorite, but like that boho is like cool. Mm-hmm. But this one is, I mean, this one's that's bad. That, that's what I was gonna get. like. That was that E three fifty probably or E four yeah. fifty. So I do like the Chevy van and the Ford van, van, like just their van, their big boy van. That thing's a fucking workhorse. Look at that thing, dude. And I've seen guys beat them to shit, and they run every day for them. Though, though these vans, like they build America, like they really do. The trucks and fucking vans like this, they build America. (laughs) There are a number of camper models offered by the Sportsmobile brand, but easily the coolest is based on the old Ford E-Series commercial cutaway van chassis. Sportsmobile website uh, notes the Ford Econoline E-Series has been discontinued, but that doesn't mean it's stopped uh, them from building them into campers. Customers can bring in used examples for conversion. Those interested in brand new large conversion vans can turn to Ford's E-Series replacement, the Transit. I mean, as well as uh, there's 20000 for a four-wheel drive conversion. Um, is that the whole thing or just? So that's what I was, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I mean, what, that's great. Me, what was the cost? I don't know. It just says $20,000. Uh, that that's just for the, that's just to convert it to four-wheel drive. Whew. Yeah, it's, that's, pretty, that's a pretty costly endeavor. But oh, that's what I was going to say. You God, can get into. Cool shit. I've, I, dude, I've driven in some really cool uh, uh, limo buses that were made on like an E chassis with like really? the small. You've seen them like uh, they're like the little shuttle buses. Sure. Uh, you know, probably fit like 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 they're running in uh, Soulard. Like yep. it'll feel fit probably fit twenty people comfortably. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, you can get into one of those used, dude, uh, for as low as ten, twelve grand. Like and, and and like you can get into a shell, you know, pretty cheap. To now that one's gonna have some pretty high miles, but you can get in one of those, and that is a ton of space. Yeah. The problem is that you know <clears throat> now you're back down to fucking seven eight miles to the gallon, so you're, yeah. you don't want to go fucking anywhere too far. And uh, be a little better on the highway, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. There's there seems like other ways you could do it. Short school bus. <clears throat> Some totally. people do school buses. Totally. I bet those don't probably get the best. Miles. I'd be a little rough. You know, oh, it'd be crazy rough. A little rough. You'd have to do something to the suspension. You'd have to, well, you'd have to also, yeah, you'd also have to secure everything in the build on the inside. Dude, I love it. I love the idea of all Two this. Two more uh, before we go to break here. Similar to the Freebird mod vans, uh, creations can be transitioned between full-fledged camper vans and empty cargo-ready vans. That's kind of nice. Um, is that running on that Dodge? Yeah. The, yep. Oh, no. It's the, Ford Transit. It's, this one's a Transit? Yeah. Nice. I mean, the Ford Transits are cool. I mean, I think it's like... See, look how much that little built, that little tent build-on adds to that, though. That is... That's Dude, killer. that is the best. Your bed's up there, yeah, and you can see cool. all around. Stay you away from bears. A little bunks action. Where are we from oh, bears? there's your fucking little Jeep, bud. Coming Dude, up Dude, look at the inside of this thing. Yeah, it's cool. God! Cool. Do, I thought tight. I scrolled through this whole thing yesterday. I did not see this one. Um, American Safari. This, this okay. This thing's a fucking beast. There's your there's your little Jeep, bud. Not a camper van. We don't care. It's a, it is a camper, although certainly it's that's cool. isn't based on a van hooked up to the tonneau cover. That's pretty neat. Yep. But the key bits are there. A living space carved out in the back of a vehicle. In this case, a Wrangler SUV with an additional 15 inches of bodywork. Oh yeah. 
grafted on and a built-in Jesus. That's a little tight. Yep, and nobody could question the... That's a little tight. And you're wrecking shit in there if you have anything like you were talking about. Sure. <clears throat> That's one thing. You probably can't go too off-road on them because you're throwing all your shit around. Yeah, it's like the dogs sure. in the back of the fucking yeah, mo- most shagging of those wagon. Have some kind of you know strap-in system, you know. Well, this is something that this I'm putting on cool my goal looking right here. Is that the last one? The no. Earth Roamer. This Earth is the Roamer. one my son was telling me about. It's probably like 500 grand if I had to. <laughs> if, Jesus. If my kids did it, he's... 1.5 million. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. They're <sighs> legit. Wow. The thing holds 95 gallons of fuel, 85 gallons of fresh water, 12,000 watt-hour batteries, and 1,300-watt solar panel on board. Look at that oh, fucking buddy. thing. Look at that bad boy. That's living, dude. L-I-V-I-N. Jesus. 6.7 liter diesel V8. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's a beast. Uh, I'm into it, man. I'm into it. This is I, what I'm putting on my list of there things was, uh, to think on about. Your, on your little dream board? Yeah. Make a dream board, pal. It's um, my dream board stuff. Good. Good for you. Good for you. The Let's show the is on the dream here. board. What do we got? Uh, there's been a lot of things that have happened on our dream board uh, from being able to uh, party with, with people that we had as guests. Uh, 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 our, one of our dream interviews happening within... A year and a half of we getting all this stuff We saw him on TV, doing. and then we melted into the TV with him. That was incredible. Uh, also, like, riffing uh, his next tour with him. Riffing. And, and also just riffing. Like, just the riffing. two of you going back and forth. Like, I don't know. There's been a lot of things that... That trip right there f- <laughs> fucked with me. <laughs> fuck with my brain, because it started off... <laughs> It all started to feel a little Truman showy to me. Like I'm like, wait a minute. And then I remembered, and it's something that everyone at home should remember, that the universe is conspiring With in you. your favor. In your favor. The universe is conspiring in your favor. Remember and that. Things the things that I thought were only a dream, pal, uh, turned out to be uh, reality. But when it when they became reality, I was caught in between worlds where I wasn't quite sure if it was reality or not. Oh, I get it. And uh, if we continue to do this, we continue to, uh, you know, put out there what it is that we're trying to do. Listen, the ranch has to have that vehicle. We just have to have it. We have to have oh, five yeah. of those vehicles. Oh yeah. So, uh, anyway, thank you guys for... Oh, oh yeah. someone just said a yeet. Who I'll, uh, ki- I'll kill them right now. Blunt man to kill. Oh, blunt man to get They could killed. open and close it up. The soil killed. had a spot to run off so it didn't rust in the van. Okay. Uh, I was this hippie couple with a van like that. They built a greenhouse on top to garden, and they traveled. That's just fucking neat. Ooh, Bainey has a VW bus. Yeah, her, she, she, they got that a I just call her Vaney? Bainey, I think you said. Uh, my neighbor has a sprinter set up with solar. You can check it out next time you are this way. Okay. Short bus conversions are nice. There's You'll have to remind me who you are in order for me to do that. There's a place in Colorado where you can rent the space and tools and do your own that's conversion. That's really neat. Fuck yeah. That's really neat. I have a uh, dream of really tiny neat. home on land and watched a bunch of YouTube videos. That's how you do shit. Dude, well, I mean, several years that's ago, how you do that, shit. That, that, I think the documentary was called Tiny. 
And I'm like, yep. Oh, that's where I'm living. You right have a there. family. Would you be able to say you had the means to make tiny homes for each one of your family members? That's how I would like to do it. <laughs> like Jenny and I talk about that. We would well, want like a group place. You know, you have, you have a com- you have a common up. you have a commons. You have a, a but then she could have like a, her a own ladies area. one. I could have my own man one. The kids could have why not? Why not? Uh, the kids get each each their own, so it's just a giant bedroom. And I thought and like have them in a circle where you have this mess hall in yep. the middle. And if you really want to get, I've, I've, I've definitely fucking. <laughs> if you really this. want, hold on. Because I, really I like that idea, but I like doing it as like berms. So like everybody's just kind of like little hobbit holes. You know, oh, I love that. And, 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 and built around this common area, yurt, it can be, you can have a, you can have a, a, a they make it be your, where everybody comes together. We all do shared dinners. Sounds you good, Bilbo. Yeah, it'd be awesome. But uh, also, you got to have like underground tunnels that damn, lead from right. each of the locations. Lead to the Central Park. Shit. Just in case shit. You still uh, got to be able to get to the to the fucking kitchen, you know? Um, I would love to do that. And I think if you made one for your son, if you guys built one, say when... If you had some land... be a great little uh, graduation present. Yes. You say, hey, guess what? You're 18. You have a place to live on my land. Yep. Like, you have a rent-free place where you're out of my fucking shit, and you're doing your own little garden back here, hunting, doing whatever you want. I've worked hard enough to procure us some land, okay, because I'm a landowner, Baron. Totally. And so you you say, hey, here, now go see the world, go to college, do whatever the fuck you got to do. You got a place to land if you need to. You have have a piece of dirt to make up what you will. Yep. And then the rest Boy, is you. How, empo- how empowering, re- oh. you know, to say, uh, you know, to, to learn. Because, you know, when you're a young kid, you still have all these ideas of what you think you want to do. And, and maybe you do. Maybe you stick to that. Some people do. They stick to that plan and they execute that plan. And it's great. A lot of people go to do it and they're like, oh, this isn't what I want to do. Yeah. I want to simplify things yep. a little bit. Just to know that you kind of had that in your back pocket so that whatever it was that you chose to do that maybe – didn't even align with that it was because you were choosing to do it because you have another you have another option available to you you yep. live off the land yeah go here's for a it. piece of land yep. to do it do it i'm, I'm helping you it's this is going my to way be to help harder you. than somebody guaranteeing a, a paycheck uh, you know but it's going to be harder than punching a clock but you're going to get to live your best case yeah. uh, uh, free uh, your, your freest case life it's the least i can do you came out of my bump you came bean out bag. of my bowl seat <laughs> you came out of my bean bag it's the least i can do for you over here. <laughs> <laughs> I have a piece of land over here. Listen, uh, let's go to break. Hey, can I say one thing? Yeah, Tom Green, you if you're you listening, you're a hero of mine. I forgot how much Tom Green was a hero of mine because he kind of disappeared. He, was he went just over to everywhere shit. for the longest time. And I know he, he got a little nowhere. crazy. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe my a little child manic. Self, Maybe a little manic. My child self kind of remembers that because he's super chill on the, no the Rogan podcast. But no man, doubt. as someone who Daddy, said. Would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you? It's my favorite shit. And I went in, I came up to Jen last night, and I was like, the backwards man, the backwards man, the backwards man, the backwards man. Backwards. I had all my clothes on backwards. Did you? No. Oh. Um, so, but the, okay. the point is, he was a pioneer, and he kind of gets forgotten. Who was his, who was his sidekick? He's one of my fucking Who was his, who was his late night sidekick? Andy Richter? No, that's Conan. You know who I'm talking about, though? He had, like, he's kind yeah. of a similar dude, light-colored hair, you know? God dang, I don't know. 
I cannot. He was. I thought that dude. I thought that dude was funny because. Uh, I loved the, the Tom Green show. Glenn, this guy. Fucking Glenn. Do you remember Glenn? I loved Glenn. Glenn's dude. great, bud. Damn. Hang on. Glenn Humper, Humper Nick, Humper Dick. Are you throwing Glenn, a Glenn Humplick. Humplick. What's that fucking guy doing these days? This guy. Yeah, I remember that picture like it was yesterday, dude. Didn't they kind of give him shit? He always was taking shit, and he was always Let me putting him. Kind of taking shit. He was <laughs> always eating shit. That's the. That's what a good fucking sidekick to a show does. Let me get this desktop on here. This little fucking guy, man. I loved him. Hang on. Get Bundren off the screen. He's just going to sell your dream home at 2 a.m. in the morning. That's all he's going to do. That's all he's trying to do, guys. Yeah, remember that guy? Dude, I remember Tom Green putting Good him call, in the dude. fucking hardest Yeah, what was up with that? You know, like... That he was, was, that was the really, fun part. That was the best part of it. I don't know. Old Glenn. Old Glenn. I dig him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> What's he up to these days, man? I don't know. Okay. Stuff. Here you go. Videos of Tom Green driving the audience members home. Anyway, you're right. That's my favorite. There for a show. while, Tom Green was, and I wasn't like I remember when I first saw him. I'm like, he was weird. I and don't I know if it. I like this. Oh, I fucking but I love. think I do. But I could also Hate be it. annoyed by this. Sure. Like I could see why our parents would be like, this is the worst garbage. I've ever seen in my life. I could see that. He puts him on a bus and drives them all home. Glenn Bernard Humplick. God, uh, that was great. He was uh he's from Quebec. Uh he's going into people's houses. He he was the first guy that I remember doing that. Really pushing it. Really fucking pushing it. And doing his own thing. This is how my fucking weird brain works. He did his own thing. You know, what do you think Tom Green's worth? And five, five mil? Five million. But this is how my brain worked. I remember last week we were talking about Kelly Bundy, which then led us to talk about Bud Bundy. I would never guess that Bud Bundy's net worth would be higher than Tom Green's. I feel like Tom Green had way more star power. But oh, I suppose it's from syndication. totally did. Or something. I what, don't know. What was David Faustino makes about, is worth about six. Okay. So, I mean, it's not much more. Who knows? But that's how my stupid brain works. I'm like, why would I remember David that's not stupid. net worth? That's not stupid. I don't need to know his net it's worth. Not, it's, it's not, not important to me, bud. It's not stupid. It's not stupid. It's not important to me, bud. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, it's the morning time. Hello, everyone. Listen, I wanna, Welcome to the morning time. I want to... I want to... Uh, I told them, as you were uh, getting on the phone before the last break, that uh, I want to tell a little story when we get back. You talked about friends throwing controllers when playing video games. Uh, I want to tell a story about uh, this friend who is a comic book fanatic uh, who, um, and I mean really an unbelievable collector of expensive comics. We also need to talk about uh, in the next hour uh, the UN uh, yes, taking, we do. taking a new stance on yes, weed. Yes, we do. But I want to tell you about this, this story of this uh, superhero fanatic uh, back in the 90s who sat down uh, after much resistance uh, to to watch Batman and Robin uh, with George Clooney, the famous Joel, Joel Sh- Schumacher take on on the Batman universe, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger plays, you know. Uh, the Ice, uh, the uh, fucking uh, name, Ice Man. <laughs> Mr. Or Freeze. Oh, yeah, and, we got that fucking ride. At yeah, the fucking, and then, and then, uh, you, know, and then you had Uma Thurman plays Poison, Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. So we're going to talk about so I name my Batman son and after. Robin. And, and I, you know, we're going to do that after we, we cover the U.N. stuff because I think you'll appreciate this story having had friends that – um, would throw controllers when they get angry. Oh, God, yeah. I had one guy. One guy was the maddest guy of all time. Guys, these are our sponsors. We love them. Uh, we hope that you uh, give them a shot at your business. Uh, and I promise you they'll earn it for the rest of your natural-born lives. No podcast shows doing that. We're doing something different. Is that, name somebody else who's doing the exact same thing we're doing. I'll wait. I love that idea, Coach Coach. What does he say? Uh, let's raise money for Craig and Steve to get a bus for traveling shows. Hoosiers state to state. Yeah, buy a shit. I, you or make that down. happen, yeah, and we will shit. be on yeah. the road 24-7. Giving you... What? We're just going to leave our families behind? Oh, we're bringing our families. It's got to be a big van. It's got to be a big van. It's got to be huge. Big old van. So i got to get away from my family <laughs> and his family every once in a while. Yeah, I've got to be alone. I'm punching kids. <laughs> yeah, we're- I'm punching all of our kids. I love I'm, them. I'm I a, love them. I love all those fuckers. I love them. I'm going to punch them all. My house isn't even big enough as it is. I'm going to punch them all. Guys, <laughs> on, the <other laughs> side the, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about the UN and weed and uh, the uh, classic, the, the cinematic masterpiece that was Batman and Robin. Oh, we're going to do reviews of that? If you want to. That, that shit's got to stop. Welcome back, Hoosier Sophisticate Show. <clears throat> Steve's taking care of uh, a lovely patron here at the Sweet Leaf Emporium in Festus, where the Mycelial Media Studios are. Sweet Leaf makes all of this possible. I love working with Jason Long because he's just trying to help people. He's just trying to uh, prop up a community, and I dig it about him. Uh, guys, I um, we said we got a couple things we're going to talk about here. In the meantime... I'm feeling so much better now that I took my uh, native hemp extract this morning. My brain sometimes is a little foggy in the morning. I got a little late start today. You give that CBD, CBG mix right here, this little guy right here. You give that, uh, that's 1,500 milligrams right there. It's 1,500, bud. All right? You give that little guy a shot, it's going to make your day better. It's going to make your brain work better. Um, I'm certainly feeling better for it. Uh, and uh, I just really appreciate Dennison putting as much intention into making quality medicine as he does. Uh, they, they'll straight up, if it doesn't, if it doesn't match their, the, the quality that they would expect in a medicine that they take, they're, they're done with it. They're dumping it. So 
I appreciate that it, it how much it means to him that he's providing medicine truly medicine in the best way that he possibly can to people who uh, that where it's uh, greatly uh, improving the quality of life for them, their pets, their loved ones. I just dig it, man. It's awesome. Uh, Adam Bundren, he likes to sell you your dream home. He likes to help you buy it. Uh, he likes to help you sell your old home. Maybe, uh, maybe you're looking for some investment properties. Maybe, uh, maybe you've had some investment properties. Now you're looking to maybe uh, liquidate them. Adam Bundren is going to have the conversation with you uh, to kind of find out what it is exactly that you're looking for. That way, you know where you stand, and then. It's off to the races, baby. Bundren Property Group is going to find you where you want to settle down. Okay? That's what they do. Ms. Marketing, what he does is he finds a way to get through the gatekeepers on social media. He takes algorithms and he fucking karate chops them right in the face. Uh, And what happens then? Well, it gets your content. It gets your business uh, in front of the people who are probably looking for your services and or products. Okay, or or they're looking for the nonprofit that you run that that hits close to home for them. It's a it's a it's a, something that they care about that they want to donate some of. They want to tithe to. They want to give their time to. Adam McChesney from Ms. Marketing is making that happen by taking people from all different walks of life and finding ways to get them to connect over a common purpose, which is your business or organization. That's a beautiful thing. I know. I heard the customer. What'd he buy? Some pee? Okay. Do you sell him the baseball bat dugout? Guys, there's a fucking Harry Potter wand and a baseball bat that are these little dugouts. They're actually quite big. They are so cool. I'm into them. I'm probably going to go grab one. Steve comes back in here. I'm probably going to go grab one just to show you how badass it would be. Just carry around a little fucking wand. Like, how cool is that? And your wand just happens to be spiked with with flour. I love the Harry Potter wand. Damn right, Herf. Herf McGurf. What you need, though, Harry Potter wand mixed with those things they did to do the... Uh, the incense? Holy water, though. Yeah. Not, no, the holy water where they did. They oh, sprinkled sure. it at you. Yeah, a little sprig. Acid. You got a wand, poop, and the person's like, no! Oh, that got in my eyeball! I put a spell on me! Yeah. Well, that would definitely work. Give him a little sacrament. <laughs> there you go. Right to your eyeball there, buddy. <laughs> uh, Steve, I'm going to pull up a, a okay. little article about Would you the, please? Uh, would you please, I'm man? I'm going to pull up a little article. Sorry I left you. There's a guy out there. That's he's okay. he's did he, chomping at the bit. Did he buy a dugout? No, or? I didn't have any for him. So don't don't come here if you want oh, if you want a dugout. Sake. I'm trying to get inventory in here, Bud, he Sell actually, the wand, dude. He actually goes, uh, hey, man, I'm here to buy. I'll buy anything. I got a lot of money. I want to buy anything. I was like, cool. We got the show. Who's your fist going on in the back? Get the fuck out of here. And he goes, uh, oh, that fucking tool bag Craig Kohler's back there. Oh, yeah. The guy who fucking he, wears a, a hat. <laughs> that fucking guy. And I was like, yep. He's yeah, that's right the one. back there. And he's like, just pulls... Tucks his money away, folds it back in. See, that's the difference between you and me. Because I could have someone say, with fucking uh, tears of rage in their eyes, (laughs) "Okay, I hate you." I don't care. They could be looking at me right in the face. I hate you. I don't care as well. I hate everything about you. And what I'm going to do with that person (laughs) is I'm still going to sell them something. Oh yeah, right, dude. 
All right, let's talk about the UN. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, dude. Just time, motherfuckers. Don't bless juice our juju bees. Jesus Christ, Alan, get your get it together, buddy. Just time, motherfucker. Jesus, what do he say? Just time, motherfucker. I'm gonna hear it again. All right, I'm gonna slow. Let's see what we got here. Uh, I don't even know where you're at. I here, see you over here, there. Here we, here we go. Hang on one second. I bud. see you over there. Hang on one second, bud. Uh, Alan, could you say that again for Steve, but slow down this time. Yeah. Just time, motherfuckers. Dope. Let's juice our juju bees. Let's juice our juju bees. <laughs> this guy's got. He's out, he's out of control. Also, Alan. Um, What's up, Alan? I'm not. You know, I know you can't help but talk about jizz, but, and I don't want to critique. You know how you talk or anything, but no. maybe don't pronounce the punctuation. Like you don't maybe don't say dot. That's, that's just what he said. It's just a period. That's stupid. It's just a period. <laughs> Bless you, sir. All right, the UN reclassifies cannabis Don. as a less dangerous drug. <laughs> a United Nations commission voted on Wednesday to remove cannabis for medicinal purposes from a category of the world's most dangerous drugs, a highly anticipated and long-delayed decision that could clear the way for an expansion of marijuana research and medical use. Okay. The vote by the Commission for Narcotic Drugs, uh, which is rooted in nothing but fallacies uh, <laughs> and based in Vienna, uh, and included uh, 53 member states, considered a series of recommendations from the World Health Organization on reclassifying cannabis and its derivatives. But attention centered on a key recommendation to remove cannabis from Schedule 4 of the 1961 Single Convention on Narcotic Drugs, where it was listed alongside dangerous and highly addictive opioids like heroin. Experts say that the vote will have no immediate impact on loosening international controls because governments will still have jurisdiction over how to classify cannabis. But many countries look to global conventions for guidance and United Nations recognition is a symbolic win for advocates of drug policy change who say that international law is out of date. And they're right. Uh, this is a huge historic victory for us. We couldn't hope for more, said Kenzie Ribule-Zimuli. Okay. An independent researcher for drug policy who has closely monitored the vote and the position of member states. He said cannabis had been used throughout history for medicinal pur purposes, and that decision on Wednesday reinstated that status. Uh, the change will most likely bolster medical research and legalization efforts around the world. The vote was a big step forward, recognizing the positive impact of cannabis on patients, said Dirk Heidepriam a vice president at Canopy Growth, a Canadian cannabis company. We hope this will empower more countries to create frameworks which allow patients in need to get access to treatment. Uh, marijuana for medical use exploded in recent years, and products containing cannabis derivatives like cannabidiol or CBD, a non-intoxicating compound, have flooded the wellness industry. Cowan, an investment and financial services company, estimates that the CBD industry in the United States alone will be worth $16 billion by 2025. Um, <laughs> some research suggested that CBD can protect the nervous system, provide relief. The list of CBD-infused products, including cream, serum, soda, water, and juice, is also expanding rapidly. The recommendations for changing the classification of marijuana were first made by the World Health Organization in 2019, but they were politically divisive 
which led to unusual delays in the United Nations Commission's votes. Uh, the reclassification passed 27 to 25 with an abstention from Ukraine. The United States, the United States and European nations were among those who voted in favor, while the likes of China, Egypt, Nigeria, Pakistan, and Russia were opposed. That's the new axis and allies, man. Uh, China's delegates said that despite the United Nations move, the country would strictly control cannabis to protect from harm and abuse. Britain's delegates said the reclassification was in line with scientific evidence of its therapeutic benefits, but that the country still strongly supported international controls for cannabis, adding marijuana presented serious public health risks. We're going to do it, but uh, by God, it's just for a fucking headline because we don't really think any differently. What a bunch of dickholes. The differing messages underline the complexities behind the decision. It's been a diplomatic circus, said Ribelet Zamouli, who added that some countries initially opposed to the change, like France, had switched their position. Uh, Michael Krawitz, uh, executive director for Veterans for Medical Cannabis Access and Advocacy Group in the United States, said the change in international law would help reduce the suffering of millions of people. It could help mitigate Christ. reliance on opiates, noting that the cannabis was an important medication that could provide unique pain relief. How many people have to say it, bud? Right, a bunch. How many people have to say it? Uh, it's, it's overwhelming. Also on Wednesday, the commission rejected a proposal. So get this. So they tried to deschedule cannabis, right? Sure. But then there was also a proposal that said uh, to include THC in the 1961 convention. So, like, we're going to... We're going to tell them that cannabis is on schedule, but we're going to throw THC on there. But they rejected that. Throw THC on what? Into the, 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 uh, onto the scheduling. So it's like, uh, weed's legal, but the chemical inside it shut isn't. Shut the fuck up. They rejected it. Uh, the overhaul of cannabis policy, particularly in legalization for medical use, has moved at a rapid pace over the last few years. Uh, industry insiders have expressed hope that the vote will open the field for more research into the therapeutic benefits of the drug. Uh, but more than anything, the impact on American and European markets was driving the issue. Uh, United States, where more states legalized the use of medical and recreational marijuana in the recent election, the market for both of those is expected to expand to more than $34 billion by 2025. Ooh. Uh, before the vote this week and other decrim efforts, uh, share prices of cannabis companies jumped. Uh, but aside from the financial boon, it could provide for American and European cannabis markets. Downgrading the dangers of cannabis may have the biggest impact on countries that have more conservative policies, such as many Caribbean and Asian nations. Something like this does not mean that legalization is just going to happen around the world, but it could be a watershed moment. I that was all from New York Times. Hope so, bud. Because let them grow. Let them all grow. Let all these guys go grow, like Bo at Grow Active Solutions. Let them grow, sure. and we'll be okay. The market has already been there. I hate when they say, "Well, it could could mean a lot of jobs and all this tax money." No, it doesn't have to. Like, let's let's just fucking let it free. Take the fucking reins off it. Let's see what happens. Like we went one direction. We're always consistently going, well, what about the kids? And it's going to be on every street corner. And oh my God, there's going to be weed everywhere. No, bud. There's probably going to be about the same amount and let the market 
act how it how it always has. Let it cross state lines. Let people have craft cannabis. Let them grow at home. Let them go to dispensaries. Let them just take the reins. Let everyone open a dispensary. You want to open a little place that sells weed and yada yada yada? Go for it, man. We have. That's how you support the people that are doing this. You don't fucking say, oh, well, we're going to create a new whole system of DHSS jobs. That's more government jobs. And then we're going to have a testing facility that does more jobs. And we're going to totally a metric system and all this. Okay. Yeah, they, we'll figure it out, okay? You guys who have had nothing to do with cannabis for any period of time now trying to run shit, now trying to come in and say, here's how we should handle cannabis. No, you got no fucking idea. People have been handling it forever. Let them take the lead on this one, bud. I know it seems weird for a politician to say, oh, this guy doing an illegal thing for 40 years has better knowledge and, and, and is better suited to make dis- uh, decisions based on what we're doing with our policy. That guy does? I don't fucking think so. No, no. He most certainly does, or she. They most certainly do have more knowledge than you on how this plant works, how it works in the community, yep. where it goes, how much is shipped, how much you need here, how much to grow to get this much. They know that. So to put people in charge of it that are like, uh, yeah, I've never smoked a joint in my life, but I think people should have two plants and then they can have up to four ounces and they can have up to right. this what are you doing? Just yeah. making a whole fucking another system? It's, it's, it's Rob Manford running the, running the MLB. Oh, it, God. It, nobody fucking hates cannabis <sighs> as much as fucking the people that oversee the fucking Unbelievable. cannabis market. Same goes for fuck. Nobody hates baseball like Rob Manford hates baseball. Hilarious. But while I can throw that in there. So, so it's like to have these people in control and saying... All of the things that they can do to make this as good as it possibly can. Like, no, 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 no. It's already great. It's already great. I don't need you to fucking improve on the experience. All I need you to do is not throw me in a fucking hole yep. with bars on it if I have it. That's Ru- all. Ruin my family. Ruin my life forever. Um, yeah. I can't get a job later. Yeah, I can't thanks. get a job now in a trade because... Thanks for I looking sm- out for me. What the thanks fuck are we doing? Thanks for saving my life. Appreciate you. I really appreciate it. Must be nice to be that guy. Anyway, uh, yeah, putting those people in charge is lunacy, my man. It's yeah, lunacy. no doubt. And we, uh, we see it all the time where there's people who have been in the industry for a long time who have seen the uh we were kind of new to the to the industry we were new to it you know we're like we're gonna do a show that covers it when it gets legal and then meeting the people we've met i'm gonna do a show as a guy who's just smoked weed every day yeah they're like hey motherfuckers Hey, my five, 40 years I've been growing and hiding and, and talking oh, and sure. trying to figure shit out. Sure, I did man. some the OGs, time. I man. did this. And you realize, oh, fuck. One of them. It's like when I went to be a laborer. I'm like, I'm going to change the game in laboring. It's like you don't think there's been labor since the dawn of time, you moron. Like right. all you can do is use your tools that you have at hand that can try to make the job easier. And we are not using the tools that we have on hand, which is all of these people who have a ton of cannabis knowledge that are not being silenced because I think their voices are being heard, but we're seeing a game be built around a system that has always gone against the grain, has always been on the outskirts of the law. And now they say, oh, no, welcome. Welcome. You're on our side now. But hey. 
We got it from here. Now you're legal. Good job, bud. We got it from here. Okay, here's the rules and regulations. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't turn your fucking back on me. Okay, I'm sorry. But that's right. That's the I'm deal. I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. You came to me asking me for how to make yes. this fucking thing yes. run right. And then the second that you got the ideas, you're just going to fucking dismiss me? Yeah. Like I'm some fucking cheap fucking whore? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm into it, but... You know, look, I, I, I want a place at the fucking table. I think with what we're Can we doing, talk about how good this fucking native hemp CBD flower is hitting? <laughs> it's great. It's, it's hitting. Great. <coughs> Motherfucker spit. <coughs> <coughs> we want to live in a world where we see uh, chemicals for what they are. Where we just look at it with logic and say, here are the chemicals at hand. Here's what these chemicals typically do. Do with them what you will as long as you're not hurting each other, stealing each other's shit, yada, yada, yada. You know, hey, here we go. That's a pretty simple deal. And it's weird to me that we've made cannabis into uh, someone, I think it was Jason maybe, was talking about cannabis as a medical industry. It's like, no, now there's, <clears throat> now there's the black market industry. Now there's the home grow industry. Now, the legal home grow. Now there's the legal cultivation industry medicinal now there's the legal cultivation industry recreational let's turn one plant into five different four different things and just keep doing this all the time and creating these rules and regulations in place when it's like bud how do you think that's why i think it's so farcical some of the rules that have come with the the, the amendment too that you think weed wasn't here before we passed it, before we legalized it? We had to have like an immaculate conception period to say, oh, well, this is, we'll turn our eyes. And I get why, but can't we all go, look at this rule. If our leaders go, look at this stupid rule we had to come up with. We had to say, uh, we're not looking where you get seeds or clones right now. And how people who give away seeds have to explicitly say, do not germinate these seeds. These are souvenirs. They're, they're, yeah, souvenir seeds. These are souvenirs. Do not, you'll they're ruin not them by germinating them. Why are we yanking our own dicks from between our legs? Well, I can tell you why I am. But I don't think it has anything to <laughs> Nothing do. to do with this. No, it has <laughs> nothing to do with this. But outside of that, uh, it, it's, it's a, just like it's a, bri- like, bri- a blind reach under. <coughs> and it hurts. It's a big fucking club. When you got, we've been doing it. it like this for 100 years. So in order to fucking pretend we that we're do, in the club, we got to fucking make up games. We have to make up games. And I like making up games. The, oh, I'm all about I it. I like making games. I also like reaching behind and pulling my, my dick up to the small of my back. Yeah, uh, that's... I mean, obvious. Natural. You're doing it right now. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean... I so, but I'm just... You're right. When you make up certain rules and regulations, it's like, I'm going to go open the door. But first, I have to unlock that door, walk in there, spin around three times. Then I got to go... I got to actually go outside, circle the building, come back in. It's like, hey, dude, people have just been walking that way to the door it's just every day. Well, we can't do it like that because walking to the door is too dangerous for you. I have to put all these limits in place to make sure that you don't hurt yourself, bud. I don't want you to hurt yourself. Thank you. Thank you for looking. I care about me. you. I care hey, about hopefully you Hopefully a little bit of movement uh, starts a fucking 
hey what happens what happens like the fucking last day last day of office Trump's like you know what executive order he can't legalize it just he well he can write an executive order for anything and then the next fucking executive this is the new trend that we're in is like presidents take these fucking sweeping (laughs) actions no he can't it's got to be done. Which I think the Morax going to be in front of the House this week. Yeah, it's right. Again, I, I, the, the chances of that passing through the senators is very fucking unlikely. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it would just be awesome for him to just last day be like, you know what? Uh, I'm pardoning Julian Assange. Mm-hmm. I'm pardoning. I'm pardoning Snowden. Edward Snowden. Uh, I'm uh, by executive order. Uh, I'm rescinding. Uh, uh, Nixon's fucking war on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and just fucking, like, <laughs> just a bunch of, like, oh, you didn't think I, you, you didn't know? You didn't know it's You didn't fucking good. know, bud? Y'all act like you forgot my who the fuck I am? <laughs> like, I give a fuck what Legalize it. it. Legal. I'm fucking out. <laughs> yep, fucking, let's Legalize go. Let's it. Let's fucking party. Let's fucking party. Always holding out for the best case scenario. That's all. Are you? I'm Before we get to our movie review, which we do almost every day now, I've got a, yeah, I've got a story <clears throat> leading into it as well. Okay, real quick, another uh, cannabis thing. We we're talking about that a little bit earlier. Do different cannabis strains affect you in different ways? A DNA expert reveals the science. Blue Dream, Sour Diesel, Maui Waui, Chem Dog. Visit any dispensary, and you'll instantly be greeted by a vast spread of different cannabis strains, all promising varying effects, flavors, and ratios of THC to CBD. Whether you're being introduced to a new strain or returning to a tried-and-true favorite, you might seek out a certain type to boost your creativity. Or maybe you want something to help you wind down and veg out in front of the TV. There are even strains out there that are allegedly uh, improved performance in the bedroom. Okay, greenstate.com. But is the science behind this solid? Dr. Alicia Holloway isn't so sure. In fact, her research on cannabis strains suggests that some of the varieties being sought out by consumers, sour diesel, for instance, may be something completely different than the name on their label. How many times have I been saying this shit over and over? (laughs) They're lying to you. I did it. Okay, I lied to you. I don't know what seeds I'm growing. I'm going off what those guys say. I just got to trust everybody. I don't know what the seeds are. I agree. Green State had the opportunity to talk with, (laughs) bless you, to talk with scientific expert on comparative genomics at the San Francisco Exploratorium. Fuck yeah. After dark event on cannabis. Her lecture primarily focused on unlocking the genetic mysteries of cannabis as she shared an interactive 3D visualization of the world's largest genetic database of cannabis varieties. Was that that the thing that that Denison shared with us? Yeah, the Phylos Galaxy. It's neat. That's cool. Did you, dude, did you like click around in that at all? Like, oh yeah, but I couldn't really figure out. What well, was I mean, happening. just like it when you're clicking. If on, I was like, in VR, <clears throat> in VR, it would be the most amazing thing ever. But that's we, how science. All of done. those, all of those data points? dots, all of those data points have uh, test results of terpenes, 
uh, cannabinoids. They built where they all come from. And well, and based on their similarities, yes. they kind of group together to form this <clears throat> fucking hologram. What connections they and have with each other. Dude, the longer that it goes on. And then like, there was one isn't it, over Isn't it here. just like mapping the fucking brain and mapping the universe percent. where it's like a the million, same thing? Trillion percent. When, when, as we get more and more data, the shape that this thing is going to give is going to look like something on the cellular level of that plant. That's what's the coolest shit about this. Like, that's when, 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 when I can check into the fucking kaleidoscope, when I can check into the Mandelbro sequence, and I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I'm just a fucking cell floating around in this other thing that is, exists. Let's, uh, you know, if the universe is, is mostly, you know, 99.9% .9 empty space, just like an atom, then our universe is probably an atom that makes up another piece of matter. That, I know. That shit, I get lost in that I shit. Love it. I, I love it. I fucking dig it, buddy. Um, a lot of the work is uh, very small sample sizes. They have a long way to go before they can understand it. Um, terpenes are the compounds that give cannabis plants their smell, flavor, and more generally promised effects. Cannabinoids are a type of terpene that specifically occur in cannabis. As it stands, according to Holloway, cannabis isn't really working in the way it's intended for medical patients, consumers, or growers. But due to her ongoing research with the Phyllos Galaxy, it's likely that we'll be able to get there in a couple years. <clears throat> we can start to apply all of the modern agricultural methods we have to select the natural variation in a plant, and furthermore, those uh, precise levels of cannabinoids and terpenes. <clears throat> Uh, but how do we get there? For starters, researchers need to have solid data on the chemical properties of the plant. That's what I want. Just give me the chemical properties of it. I don't need a name. Um, they also need to know the plant's phenotype and the genotype or its physical properties uh, and genetic information, respectively. Basically, phenotypes are the observable physical characteristics of a plant. So phenotypes are the observable characteristics of the plant. Okay. How much it yields, how tall it is, how long it takes to flower. <clears throat> There's also differences in shape and size. Cannabis comes in extremely tall, reedy varieties or smaller bush, full bush varieties, bushy. What Holloway and other researchers want to figure out is whether that wide variation in phenotype now. is reflected in the cannabis plant's underlying genetics or if it's the way the plants are being grown. That's what I'm talking about. Rascalogy. It shows all the offshoots. Oh fuck yeah, buddy! It shows all the offshoots. What that comes from? What fuck comes from that? Yes, buddy. And you can click on each one of these different varietals, and it'll give you the Hitman OG. It's going to bring us in on it. Just as people develop a certain eye or hair color based on genetics, the physical characteristics of different strains of cannabis are based on its genotype and environment. I want to know whether the genetic component of is really driving this difference, and if we can use that knowledge to breed strains of cannabis that do very specific things. This That's what neat, I'm fucking man. talking about. That's this where the Phyllos really Galaxy neat. comes in, the publicly accessible map you can actually go look at right now which we are, shows thousands of samples of strains in relations to one another. People from all over the world send in samples of their strains for DNA testing. Sour diesel, for example, Holloway describes the strain as easily to identify because of its fuel-like smell, yellow leaves, and thin leaflets. 
That's your that's your stuff. But really, when you go out to a dispensary and see that they have sour diesel, it's not clear that you're actually getting what you think you're getting. <clears throat> she says that the data has uh, she has data to back up her claim. When the team of researchers looked at all of the samples that had been submitted to them under the name sour diesel, they discovered that only about 50 percent of the samples fell into a genetically identical clone group. The rest were all over the map, so to speak. In many cases, some weren't even related to sour diesel and people were buying sour diesel in a dispensary. Part of the reason we developed the Phyllis Galaxy, because it's fucking badass. Dude, this is amazing. Was to really help clarify what is in dispensaries and what people have and what they're really starting to shed light on the variation that's out there. The galaxy is also helping scientists learn what the closest relatives are to a certain strain, how unique it is, and how many variants there are. It's really the first time anyone has ever had the ability to go in and understand what they're growing. Unfreaking believable. I love this shit. Dude, it's the, so cool. The yeah. next step in Holloway's research is to compare each strain's genome or its set of chromosomes with a plant genome. What's up, Annie? You streaming? Hey, hey. That scientists are already familiar with, such as tomatoes, corn, or wheat. By rigorously collecting data, growers and scientists can not only breed cheese, plants dude. faster. I found the cheese, bud. But also, there's one like little offshoot. I feel like when I was looking at that earlier, like one group that was totally by itself in a different little world. <clears throat> They're intended for medical patients or recreational users. And, uh, there's this is a really exciting time to be in cannabis because all of these modern agricultural tour, tools were developed around a decade ago. So now we can use tool set and apply it to cannabis, uh, and which has a lot of diversity. Then we can use genetics to actually make the strains. We want, I am hard as a rock right now, bud. <laughs> Dude, this is, I mean, this is really neat. You're essentially getting to travel through a universe uh, mapped out like the universe of different varietals, different genotypes of these different cannabis strains grown by different companies Unbelievable. Uh, and different cultivators. And then it crosses that information. And when you, dude, like this one's grown by, here we go, uh, Wonderland Nursery. When you click on the, the genotype report, it gives you all of the information you could ever want. It gives you the closest relatives to it. Can you find... Uh, Look at this, though. Like it shows like... Uh, <clears throat> It shows like what what is in its uh, heritage, like what's in it, like yeah, what, how much of it is made up of these different uh, spectrums of cannabis: skunk, hemp, berry, landray, CBD, OG Kush. And I mean, as you keep scrolling down, it's incredible how much this shows like uh, Data, how much genetic variation exists within the plant. So it's actually pretty high. There's a lot of variation in cheese. Uh, Can you as find, far as, like, uh, is there a way to search, like, St. Louis dispensaries or Missouri dispensaries on there? Probably. Or? I don't know. I doubt yet. Because this is all through their testing labs, so right? search through the Phyllis Galaxy. <coughs> you just put St. Louis or something? Yeah, I too? doubt that it'll. Missouri? I would think that this is more for. Um, well, I'm sure people send it in and say, I got it from this dispensary. And you don't think they're fucking putting that data in their bank? Maybe you can't see it, but I know they fucking know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Try Missouri. Missouri Kush. <laughs> Missouri Kush, Missouri bud. Missouri Kush, bud. Nothing. Um, okay, I mean, what is one of the brands that one of the dispensaries well, has? Uh, right like now? what's, oh, like one of their, uh, 
Yeah, it's like a one of their varietals. Uh-huh. Uh Bubba Kush, usually or Bubba Bubba OG maybe. Hold on, I'll look right now. Anybody that's running and uh Cast just follow. Sponsor. Let's get y'all affiliated. Right on. Appreciate you, Annie. You streaming? Bruce Elevate. Very cool. Where is real skunk on there? See if we can let me go back to the uh, galaxy here. And let it pull up. This is a neat little tool. What hybrid white ninety nine. White ninety nine. All right. As soon as this pulls up here, let's search the Philo Galaxy that's for it. white. Oh, sorry. White ninety nine. There you go. Oh, where does it say? Oh, I thought it said KC Grow Health. Um, which one do you want to go with? Go top one. Okay. All right, so that pulls us in here. It shows kind of what it's related to. Now we'll go to the genotype report on that. Oh, this is white cool. ninety nine. Relatives are ninety nine problems. GTJBHF. Jesus. Pineapple OG. Sufwahua. Um, so that's the relatives of it. Uh, has heritage similar in varieties to skunk with another, with a smaller component of genetic variation similar to Verizon hemp, berry, CBD, and OG Kush. Uh, the standalone bar depicts the observed heritage of white 99. So a lot of skunk and a lot of OG Kush. Just a little bit of CBD, a very small bit of berry, and a little bit of hemp. Interesting. Which I'm interested in what they classify as just i guess just any any uh low thc hemp strain maybe i mean i'm i'm, I'm i don't know i don't yeah, know probably, i don't know what but it looks like of all of them like it's a really high like there's a ton of variation hmm. in the strain itself that's awesome so dude anyway that's a really neat tool that is, that a, is that awesome is a super neat tool man <clears throat> i like that this shows similar strains from the medicinal side that could help patients who want to grow their own for different effects. Yeah, I think so. Just, uh, there's two, what was that? Oh yeah. There's two different white, uh, white 99s. Yeah. <clears throat> that, I just, uh, I'm super interested in them getting scalpel like precision. Cause I am always, I'm a hater. I, now that I'm growing, I'm like, cool. There's different kinds and stuff, but honestly, like hey, doing hey, a hey, weed hey, review, hey, hey, hey. I think most of it is how you're feeling before you partake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, objectivity is very difficult yeah, when it comes man. to any kind of ex uh, subjective experience. And I'm just high. I get high. I'm like, sometimes I'm up. You and I will I'm go down, absolutely sometimes. different ways on the exact same. One million dose percent. Every time. Yeah. Like, it's not, it has, we are way more variable than whatever the We're like the heat and yoink. Is. Yeet and yoink, dude. We're the yeet and yoink of weed. <clears throat> but that's why I don't buy any of that crap. All right, here's the dill pick. It's not crap. It's fine. It's not I crap. Love, I love, Steve, I love getting in the weeds with you, bud. Okay, I like what uh, you did there. I like I getting like in the weeds there. there. I want to tell you, we're going to go a little bit over just because. Oh, Jesus Lord. Uh, I want to tell you th this story, and I think it's going to make us want to do something pretty fun. Uh, so... Uh, Real quick, you talked about a friend throwing the controller. Yeah. And I used to hang out at a gaming store where, you know, the average patron Nerd. hung hung out. Hopefully Nerd. something we can do here with Sweet Leaf where like-minded people can come and hang for the day, mm -hmm. play games, converse, solve the world's problems, have 
uh, uh, everything that they need here at the to buy at the you know at their disposal. Hang out and really think about think about like a a, a pub in Philadelphia in, in 1770 when yeah. guys are really starting to hash this shit out. Like, oh, I know what that's like. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Yeah, I do too, bud. Uh, tip so, to tip. So that's what this game store was. And, and so there's a lot of people that not only are fans of sci-fi and fantasy, but are people that live so fully in these uh, fictional worlds that they are familiar with canon. They are very... I like uh, those people. I, no. Please believe me when I say that the most intelligent conversation, some of the most intelligent conversations that... Uh, I've ever heard taking place took place over hypothetical situations yeah, that happened in that. fictional worlds and all of these people were like really really good at articulating why things had to work that way in the universe it's like uh, Mallrats when he's like no way uh, Superman's jizz would blow right out of her everything no that Kevin Smith does is uh, uh, like what would take place in this store Kind of on a daily basis. It was it was comic okay. book men. Like that's okay. that's what it is. Like these are all Kevin Smith types. Okay, and there's this guy who is an immense Batman fan, and uh, I and and Batman Forever uh, was one of my favorite movies because it had Jim Carrey in it, dude, and the soundtrack was killer, and Drew Barrymore was hot, and also because. I was just really turned on by the ecstasy fever dream that was Gotham City. I loved Batman it forever. I did. I love it, man, and I still love it. Six Flags. That that's that's the Batman motif they went with. Because as much as I appreciate Christopher Nolan, and as much as I appreciate the Dark Knight trilogy, I don't need my comic books to also be Oscar winners. I appreciate them. I love them for what they are. But also, when I watch a comic book superhero movie. I, I want it to be cheesed up. It's a fucking comic yeah. book, right? Well, I got a buddy, and uh, Batman Forever almost broke him to the point that uh, he was absolutely not going to see Joel, Joel Schumacher's 1997 hit, Batman and Robin, starring uh, George Clooney as Batman, Chris O'Donnell uh, as Robin, and then, of course, uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as <laughs> as Mr. Freeze and Uma Thurman. Is I'm going to freeze you Buddy, now. It does, like I'm, and I'm saying this as like I'll be back from freezing. With the you. exception of Game of Thrones, very rarely do I have like like an expectation of outcomes. Like we're I'm just get to the chopper. Just please entertain me for the amount of time that I'm sitting there. And, and Batman and Robin really took some fucking liberties, bud. And um, oh, shit. so this guy finally acquiesces and decides that he is going to have some friends over and uh, we're all, we're all going to watch Batman sure. and Robin together. Have some drinks. Uh, this dude has like a most impressive comic book collection, the, the, the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of comic books, you know, uh, a, a true collector. And he's he, he's even got he's 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 awash with them. So he's got like some great reading material on his coffee table, some great comic books. And uh, everybody's going to get together. They're going to watch Batman and Robin have a couple of cocktails. And this guy's sitting there. 
and he starts watching it, and it doesn't take too long for Batman and Robin. <laughs> I'm watching it, and I'm enjoying it. tongue cramp. It. I'm watching it, and I'm enjoying it. Batman and Robin... Uh, you ever get a tongue, Charlie Horse? Really takes... No, they don't they waste no time to get to that bullshit, okay? But I'm still with it, because I'm a kid. It's 1997. I'm trying to watch a comic book movie. You know what I mean? So right out the gate, it bears noting that, like, in the opening credits, they're just going to let everybody know that Batman's suit now has nipples. Every, all the suits got mad nipple game now. Okay, fine. Uh, this dude's just kind of boiling. He's watching this movie, <laughs> and he is not giving any commentary. Everybody else is kind of chopping yeah. it up, like, "Oh my god, this is this is ridiculous!" You know, making jokes, and he is just not impressed. Yeah. He's watching it, and every little thing is just taking it one step further. They fucking they're playing fucking hockey with these diamonds around the room. They're all clearly on rollerblades. It's a whole fucking thing. And uh, he is fucking... I need to rewatch it. He's boiling. He's, oh, it's great. I, I'll watch it with my kids. Like, who yeah. gives a fuck? It's a, it's a great way to spend an hour and a half. This guy gives a fuck. Okay? And he's watching it, and they're just, they're, they're just fucking picking at him, man, like every little thing. Mm. And it gets to the scene where there's an auction. Poison Ivy has uh, used her powder to put her fucking spell uh, uh, on on Batman and Robin as this bidding is going on. And Batman and Robin are now in a bidding war over Poison Ivy. And the bidding is getting outrageous. And Batman finally just lays his dick on the... On the oh, table. Okay, bud? All right. Uh, and... He says a number that Robin will never be able to match, which Robin couldn't match anyway. <laughs> like, he's like a fucking orphan. Bucks. Robin's an orphan. Yeah, he's got fine. nothing. Yeah, here, here, oh, got everything he has, bucks. Batman has. Batman's like, oh, you going to fucking pay for it, you're bud? Fired. You big wheel. You buying dinner now, bud? That's what Batman's saying. Yeah, like, you're going to bid? So Batman says fucking something. I don't know. Ten billion dollars. Doesn't matter. And Robin's like, what? And the crowd's going bananas. And Batman... Pulls out his card, <laughs> and he says, Bat card, never leave home without it. And this dude, that was the last straw, my man. This guy silently stands up, gets two hands on the coffee table, and fucking launches this coffee table no, across his living room and says, Fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> walks out of his own house. Oh, my walks God. Walks out of his own house, bud. Does not come back. Nobody sees him for, like, days. For two days, nobody <laughs> saw him. It took him that long to, like, that was his love for Batman. And how he felt like it was fucking uh, just a slap in his goddamn face. Can we play it on here? Probably not. The audio? No. <laughs> shut up. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's gonna uh, shut us uh, down. No, we'll talk over it. We'll be okay. Yeah, I don't we'll think we will. I don't uh, think we will. I think we'll be fine. <laughs> uh, they're up to a half a milli. They're up to a half a milli. So you know kind of where they're. Oh, half a million dollars. Oh yeah, he's my barlet. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. 
So we're up in the millions of dollars a utility belt. Never leave the cave without it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Stood up and threw the fucking coffee table across the room. Drinks went everywhere. <laughs> Comics are ruined. He gave. Uh, the, he was hot, but uh, he no. was so hot. So that's the worst scene <clears throat> ever. It. I'm telling you, I watched it break a man. Eleven uh, percent uh, oh, on the tomato wow. meter and a sixteen oh. percent from the oh, audience. Very rarely is a movie panned that hard. It. Now I'm going to come to the defense of the movie. Okay. I like that Gotham. Okay. Christopher Nolan Gotham's great, but I've seen real cities. Okay. I want cities that are lit with black lights where uh, the people are wearing fucking Hunger Games makeup and there's fucking gangs that run around in black light paint. That's the fucking Gotham City I want to see. I want the I'm fucking Joker. Uh, you know, he, he's, a, he's a fucking prankster. He's a jokester. Dr. Schum Director Schumacher apologized for this movie. Imagine if they actually made a movie out of the old Batman TV show. <laughs> they did, but that's another story altogether. This is from a, a reviewer. Um, <coughs> but they pretended it was serious. Corny one-liners, ridiculous gadgets, scenery chewing, dear God, make this movie end. Surfboarding in the air. <sighs> yes, I said it. Uma Thurman rocks her bodysuit. No comment. No comment on Silverstone. I know she was an adult, but no, I'm not making a comment. Bane was an adult. <laughs> okay, bud. Don't make the comment then. Making three comments about not, not making, making the comment is worse. a bit much. It's worse. <laughs> Bane was an atrocity to the comics. Arnold as Freeze. Well, he was sympathetic, actually. Clooney was a natural for Bruce Wayne, but phoned in his role. Robin, yawn. Never liked Chris O'Donnell anyway. <laughs> this is all this is all a long play just to take a cheap shot at Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, it is. Get loaded and read the cast list. Get loaded and read the cast list. It's worth it. I got the movie on riff tracks. That is the only reason this offense to God and man still exists. <laughs> Look. Uh, it's a comic book movie, guys. It's from Gil Hamilton, if you want to take Listen, him to task. Listen, uh, Gil, I don't know how to tell you, bud, that I've never just flipped through uh, uh, the, the, the storyboarded pains of a comic book and been like, you know, this is really just lacking the substance of a well-made uh, uh, film really uh, covering the, the plight of the average Gotham citizen. <laughs> I've never thought like that when nope. I'm reading nope. a fucking cartoon on paper. Nope. Okay? Nope. This is it. making a cartoon come to real life. And I, I, got, to, I got a couple here that okay, I think you're going to appreciate. Jason Bailey from Flavor Wire, top critic, <laughs> says, Schumacher is like a bad stepdad who thinks we'll love him if he just feeds us candy all day. What's wrong with him? Yes. Burton is the daddy in this metaphor. The manic, depressive, annoyingly emo daddy. Oh. You're taking a shot at fucking Tim Burton, Jesus too, Jesus Christ. You're an bud. idiot, pal. That guy has made <clears throat> people commit suicide before. Uh, the movie has its entertaining flashes. This is from Michael Wilmington of the Chicago Tribune. But there's too much bat jive and bat hokum. Pardon? <laughs> The movie has its entertaining flashes, but there's too much bat jive and bat hokum. 
I don't, I don't quite understand that. Uh, Silverstein, Alicia Silverstein was the hottest. Bike. Riding that bike. Do you remember when Robin uh, mm. jumps uh, jumps his motorcycle and he says, mm. "Nah, we'll have to. I, I'll have to." I'm this guy to comes. Up. This comes from Michael Tehan. He says, "Absolutely <laughs> embarrassing." Absolutely embarrassing, painful to watch, yet I feel seduced by the bat nipples. Well, the bat nipples were either they're 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 there. They're theme. They're there. Uh, it's honest. Brian Gill from Mad About Movies podcast says it's honestly a miracle anyone was ever willing to see a Batman movie again after this <laughs> film. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Uh. Uh, I don't know, man. I just, uh, th- dude, that is another, this gal says the one-liners are groan-inducing. There are a lot of one-liners in this one. Yeah. It started with Batman Forever, but you can get away with that when you got Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones. You know? Arnold Schwarzenegger isn't exactly Daniel Day-Lewis. Mm. I mean, some would argue that he's not. No one would argue that he is. Batman credit card? Bat suit nipples, 12,000 Mr. Freeze one-liners about the cold, an absolutely god-awful script, and a mindless, brutish bane all blend together to create this supreme abortion of cinema. Jesus. Terrible movie that was overcrowded by a forced story, too many villains, too many heroes, and absolutely terrible performances by Chris O'Donnell and Alicia Silverstone. Buddy only redeeming factor of this film was that it scrapped the entire franchise and made way for Christopher Nolan. You know, that's where we disagree, pal. I love I love The Dark Knight. It's great. I love The Dark Knight. It's great. It's as good as a movie fucking gets. Fucking unbelievable acting. It's also okay to just fucking eat junk food. You know, it's okay to fucking enjoy a cartoon. Yeah, go for it. You don't have to be wild by everything. You don't have to fuck, I mean, a supreme abortion of cinema? Come on, Jesus. I've rated several hundred movies on IMDb, IMDb, and overall I go easy on them. Most of the so-so ones get a five or six. A movie has to be pretty pretty bad to get a four or three for me. And movies with two are simply awful, awful movies. But I have saved the rating of one exclusively for Batman and Robin. For I'm pretty sure no movie could possibly suck more. (laughs) Normally when I walk into a theater with low expectations for some movie, this gives the movie an advantage since I basically lowered the bar for it. I held low expectations for Jurassic Park, but ended up being surprisingly entertained by one of the greatest movies of all time. Good job. Batman and Robin failed completely to meet even rock bottom expectations. The script is a complete wrecked wreck. The script is a complete wreck. The jokes are an insult to your intelligence. The acting isn't especially bad, but then again, very little is required from any of the actors. The action sequences are confusing and incoherent. Any pros? Well, I've read some reviews that say the sets are beautifully constructed. Personally, that's the deal. Thought the sets were okay, but hardly anything <laughs> special. <laughs> Nothing that couldn't be done with lots of construction paper and Elmer's glue. Uh, All right. I mean, I think that's a little strong. I, I think, think it's, it's way strong. I think it's a little strong. I think that's all it's I'm way saying. I, you know, you want to take a shot at my nostalgia? Fine. You want to? You I want need to, to rewatch that. You one. want to strip? Oh, it's it's dude. It's hilariously bad. Okay. But like, 
It's so bad, it's fucking awesome. Okay. It's so bad, it's fun. I'm you know, it's that. not Batman. For, I, I, I'm saying this unironically. The original Batman, incredible. Michael Keaton, fucking, he, he's he's my Batman. Yeah. Michael Keaton's my Batman. I love him. Uh, Batman Returns. I think I appreciate it more now as an adult. As a kid, eh, it's just it's a dark, it's a dark Tim Burtony Batman. You know, it's fine. It's 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 Was Batman. The, one the Penguin. It's Batman. That's, that's Batman okay. Returns. That's I like that. It's one. Batman. Goes to uh, Nightmare uh, uh, or uh, uh, the fucking Jack Skellington, the the fucking oh Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas. That's what it is. That's fine. Then you got Batman Forever, where it's like <laughs> I, I, everything I love about like I that, that was that was the fucking time of my life was like you know that was ninety five ninety six like music's fucking rocking, uh, shit starting to glow. Like it, they uh, uh, they really exaggerated all of these features of Gotham, and they had like the sets had like these giant and people men were jumping making. out and shit. I remember like they were like obviously on trampolines and shit. I feel like I do remember that the was Batman scene. and Robin for sure. Okay, yeah, 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 those his henchmen are it's ridiculous. It's well, I'll tell you this: I saw Teddy Ruxpin on ice when I was a kid. Okay. I had a real traumatizing moment. I talked about this on the show before where, you know, one of the fucking little weeble fucking uh, aliens from Teddy Ruxpin, like, ate ate somebody. (laughs) Fuck me up, dude. More believable than Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin ice skating scene, if if we're being honest. Teddy Ruxpin. But there was a scene, Steve, uh, that I don't know if you remember. Um, Well, we should probably talk about the the sponsors first. James Carlton State Farm. It's got beautiful eyes. He's so beautiful. If I were going to cast Batman, I would cast James Carlton. Oh, for sure. He's got the look. For sure. He's got the look of Batman. He's got the look. He's, He's got, got the look. look. He's got the look. He's got the look. James Carlton looks like Batman is what I'm saying. He might be Batman. I'll tell you this. He's the best goddamn insurance man in the Woo-wee. game. You have things you want to protect. You have people you want to protect. And James Arl- Carlton does the protecting, like he's the James Arlton. James Arlton, <laughs> the piece. Of he shit. does. He does not. He doesn't even do the full work. He does James like Carlton? he does eighty-seven percent of the work. Yeah, but, but James Carlton does all hundred percent. And here's the deal: when you need protected and your things need protecting, who are you going to call? You're going to call Batman. James Carlton is Batman, is what I'm saying. Three one four nine six one forty eight hundred. Call Batman. Tell him, hey. Hoosier Sophisticate said, I can get a hold of Batman here, also known as James Carlton. Help me protect my stuff. And Batman's going to answer the call. Okay? That's what he does. We're in the Sweet Leaf Studios, which is kind of like our Bat Cave. Okay? Uh, And that's where we're at right now. I love the Sweet Leaf Studios because it's a place where we can give birth to crazy ideas, Steve. It's a place where we can have conversations about changing the world here, Steve. I'm jacked. It's also a place where I can die on a hill defending Joel Schumacher's ecstasy fever Good dream job Batman. Today, man. I can do that, pal. Um, I also would like to show you Adam I like Adam Butter. I like the way he dances. I like it when the song comes on. He just this is Adam Bunder at his desk. This is Adam Bunder. <laughs> That's him. That's uh, him. Adam McChesney, he's a little bit more like this. 
everybody's more like this. I think it's actually a little bit more like this. Adam Bundren's taking people from over here and over there. No, Adam Bundren's no, taking people to their fucking dream home, okay? You know, I'm going to start calling you guys pet names. Just like James does to us. Adam McChesney at Ms. Marketing is going to get you in front of the customers and the people that want to work with your organization and or business. That's what he does. Sorry. That's what he does. Dennison, Sorry, he's going to make your Dennison life better. Dennison is just going to make the best medicine in the world and not apologize for it. So <laughs> deal, with, deal with that, Jack. He ain't fucking sorry. You see that? That's 1,500 milligrams right there. You think he's sorry? He ain't. That one right there? That's 18 hundo, bud. You think he cares what you think? He's of course he does. That's why he's making the best medicine in the world. He just ain't going to apologize for he's it. He's notoriously Jack. never sorry for anything. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's what, he, that's what he's doing. He's notoriously never, never sorry. sorry for anything. Uh, Brian Kessler, done. the Vibe Tribe, the Spanish he's Society the best. Outreach. They're, Let's help him. They're raising. Uh, it's, uh, we've already raised two grand. He's the best. The Hoosiers are reaching out. He's the uh, best. People in need. You, we're, we're trying to get as many $500 paydays to as many people leading up to the holidays as possible. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it, baby. Oh, no, Hydro, Bono, Hydro. <laughs> He knows the hydro, okay? And he knows how to grow it. Wait, wait, okay. He knows how to grow it. Slowly come out of that. He knows how to grow it is what I'm saying, bud. Yeah, I know. No, you were saying no. that. He both knows hydro. He does. The guy's going to help you grow amazing plants. He's got a whole of it. He's got, he's got a whole of the, the, 100%. He went 110%. Listen, Bo's trying, Bo's trying to help you grow plants. <laughs> he's trying to help you grow plants. He's trying to help. He's helping you. Steve grow some helping plants right me. now that are amazing. If <laughs> you guys go to Instagram, check out Who's Fiskets page. Check out Grow Active Solutions. You can see oh. a little uh, Bo giving Steve the business over yeah, the over that? the over the uh, FaceTime or whatever. <laughs> Shared Instagram or uh, whatever phone. Oh, yeah, Are you going to sing "Kiss from a Rose"? That would be a great play, but I don't know if Steve knows that one. Shut up. <laughs> we'll I'm dying a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I would be. Anyway, too. Uh, Bo knows hydro. He does. He knows he it. Does. He knows how to do. It. He knows how to grow hydro. Okay. <laughs> he really does. He really does. Why'd you pick that yep. one? You know, you know that one? Yep, I do. Do you know the the strumming we cadence? Figure it out. Nope. Let's figure it out right now, bud. Yeah, that's what I do. I do it on the. <laughs> <laughs> I got How does it start? They used to. No, it's a. Dabu dabu dibu dabu. Dabu da 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 Oh, there it is. They used to be.
be a gray tower alone in the sea and you became the light on the dark side of me but love remains a drug that's the high enough the pill but did you know that when it snows my eyes become large and the light that you shine can't be There was a scene in that movie where Robin is on his motorcycle. He, t- he rips off one of Batman's motorcycles and he's out on a joyride and he hits a ramp, Steven. Do you know what he says, bud? And when he hits that ramp, when he jumps yeah. that bike, you know what he says? I bet I know. You think you know what he says? What does Robin say? Cowabunga. Oh, 
Oh, <laughs> oh,